The one, the only B Tenacity, my granny's favorite, favorite presenter. <laughs> right now, you're listening to your favorite virtual friends. It's the Rewind SA, your favorite podcast. I've got the very beautiful, the very lovely sounding, the very bubbly, the very oh so great. Bonatako Punta Malibia here by my side. Punta, how are you doing? I am doing okay, and yourself. Thank you for the lovely intro. Definitely appreciate that. <laughs> only the best for you. Are you only doing okay? Yeah, I'm just okay. What did you do today that has you just okay? I, no, nothing. Hey, like I don't know. I'm just feeling not feeling my best today, and I hope it's it's not contagious for the rest of the week. I'll make sure it's not. But today I'm not doing the most. I am hoping the rewind will put me and set me right because I know the show always puts me in a great mood. So. Uh, hopefully, after all the laughs and giggles, I will be feeling my best. Uh, but I'm just okay, like nothing, huh, you know, it's just, yeah, you know, the vibes. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm doing quite okay. You know, when you were saying that you're hoping it's not contagious, I thought you were going to say you're hoping it's not contagious onto us, the people that you're chatting with. Oh, no, no, and no, it no. definitely. Oh, no, 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 no. Even rebuke, when the rebuke, chandelier rebuke. falls, the show must go on. So one thing about me, with whatever energy I have, I will give you my best. Even if it's the last, I will give you the best. Thank you. <laughs> and that is pro arte training, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Bongani. But yeah, so you're just okay, like just okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm like, I'm sure everyone has gathered now. We're recording on a Monday right now, yeah. so I think Punza's having quite a blue Monday. Um, for me, it's quite an optimistic start to the week. Oh. I'm going to be traveling to Joburg tomorrow, which is quite exciting. Catching sides, not feelings. Okay. <laughs> You know, it's just in and out. In I and love out. it for this you. <laughs> um, I also can't believe. I don't get to brag. I don't brag on social media and stuff. So I'm definitely going to come and brag on Listen, this podcast. Listen, you only have today. one life to live. So if I were you, I would brag all, you know, I, w- I would do it every single day. But you know what, Bongani? I'm just sad that we live in a country. I saw a tweet that said, I can't believe we live in a country that has to, like, we have to, to borrow each other electricity. Like, we have to, oh, no, no, we have to take turns. <laughs> We have to take turns with using electricity as like, actually, this is so good. We live in a country where we, we're like, okay, Abon, it's your turn. And then I don't have electricity. And I really can't believe it. Imagine. You know, um, we were talking about doing a YouTube digest, a deep digest, where we speak about all these um, American people who have started, who have moved to South Africa or relocated mm. to South Africa. One of the girls, I saw she had a thumbnail and she's like, um, first time I experienced and you can see load yeah. shedding and you can see Jago to <laughs> Why is the electricity being switched off? So we definitely need to watch that episode oh, and yeah, add it onto our um, 
review type of vibe, you know? That must be a culture I think shock. Honestly, I know it sounds like, but that it would be a culture shock for me. Like, even as a South African, I'm just, like, in disbelief that these are the, the, the circumstances we're living under. And imagine now I'm coming from a, you know, first world country, and I'm going to come to South Africa, and but I'm like, I for two hours or however long. Mina, I want to know at which phase did all of these first world countries experience this sort of thing? Like when during the industrialization phases were they experiencing blackouts and stuff? I know New York, some parts of it in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and stuff like that during um, the riots. The, 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 I don't want to say the Detroit riots because I'm pretty sure Detroit is in Washington. <laughs> but anyways, some sort of riots back then in Brooklyn at some stage, I think in the 70s, there were often rolling blackouts because buildings were being torched and stuff like that, you know? Um, so I, I know some countries, was some that... places have a history of rolling blackouts. But my thing is, the, the reason why I'm saying this is that look at a place like New York mm-hmm. and all the lights it needs. And it's uh, it's got a 24-hour economy. It's got a yes. night economy as well. Like Aguna load shaded. Like if there's one place that needs to be load shaded, it's those places exactly. that need all of those lights yeah. and all Asia. of those jumbo billboards. Exactly. So Bona Abatula, they're not dealing with wet coal. I guess they're also using other forms of energy. But I, I like it would be very interesting to figure out how they got there. So much so that they can even kanisa all night long, you know, as Mary J. Blige would say. <laughs> but now how? How <laughs> how can we achieve that? And I know we did a whole episode talking about power ship and then wanting to bring these power ships. That shit is dodgy. We don't need that shit. Let's figure out the right way to do it and stop using all of this wet coal and stop borrowing. But a lot of people are saying, Ogoti, you know at Escom, we will give you your time. Do what you need to do to fix what you need to fix. As long as this ah, guys. okay, guys, for the next five years, since I've single stage two every day then that's fine okay we will figure out how to work around that but guarantee us leo five years my say right you know even that suggestion is stressing me out like all my it feels like all my life there was load shedding an issue with it so i don't even know but you know what some of my 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 sister-in-law said you know what she wished um escom was uh part of the uh one of the parties so we can vote for because they're at least consistent <laughs> they will say at eight Bongani, not even a minute later the lights will be off <laughs> they commit to it disappointing you at least you know that you know what i mean it's not gonna be like ah like the one thing like they can guarantee yeah, is their they will disappoint you and she's you. like you know and they won't deny yes. it. They, and so she'd rather vote for people like that than people who are going to lie. She's like, you know what? I wish I could vote for ESCOM. And I agree with her. I yeah. agree. Is that, is that Puleng? Ineli Puleng? No, no, my sister-in-law. Pindi. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Pindi. Yeah. Oh, why did I think her name was Puleng? Weren't you out and about with her this weekend? I was weekend? out and about with her this weekend. It was my mom's How weekend. No, it was my mom's birthday. Yeah, it was my mom's weekend. Oh, yeah, yes. Happy belated, mommy. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Her 60th. Mm-hmm. What did you guys do for her? I was supposed to go away, but my brother had work. So we just had like a whole weekend as a family. We did winter at the beers. Oh, yeah. did you sleep? No, they live like by Artebius, like not in Artebius, but like next door. So it wasn't like we needed to sleep. We just spend the days, the day there, Saturday and Sunday. How Punta, what happened to staycations, even if you stay right next to the Airbnb? I think my brother's working. That's why we couldn't go to Mpumalanga. Yeah, but you could staycation in Hamanskral is what I'm saying. Ah, why Hamanskral? 
Bongani, it's my birth, my mother's birthday. We stay in Hammond's Club. It's a staycation. It's a staycation. We want a staycation somewhere else with a view, with fresh air that is different. With the heat in Hammond's Club, Bongani, even 6 a.m. is too much. Like, we wanted a different vibe. And also, we were going to be together. So, my brother had to be obviously from his house so he can get his equipment for work every day. So, I mean, packing all of that to be here to travel for work, that wasn't going to work out. So we had to make it work out so that he's with us at night and in the day we're doing our thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, did, did mommy enjoy? Well, she had a lovely time and she was taking really awkward pictures. Did she have a sip of wine? Yeah. And then she was like, oh, then we're having wine on Sunday. And she was like to me, hmm, I see that you, when you're here, you're influenced by the, by the environment. Then I was going to laugh it off. In the past, I would have laughed it off. I was like, mom, please, I beg. This is the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> oh, what a faithful church goer you are. Child of God, you are. Well, anyway, it's holding shady. Like, I am the child of God. I was drinking the No, blood. I was stating fair. If, if, you, if you are picking up something, that's for you to deal with. That's for you and your God. That's for me and my house. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, no. Uh, as for me in my house, we will. What, how does the scripture go? I feel like oh, you don't know how it goes. You don't know how it goes. As for me in my house, we will serve the we Lord. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Is that how it goes? Oh, I think so. If that's how you say it, girls. okay. Bongani, sharp. Bongani, what did you do this weekend? Like, just to, so I know. I, I've been home alone and mm-hmm. I literally sent Usi a message saying, listen, you need to come back because. I am bored out of my mind. Punsa, can I tell you, I've literally left the house only to go to the shops and to go to work. I haven't left the house for any other reason apart from that. Why didn't you do something? Not even to go to... I thought, you know what, it's first Thursday. Let me go enjoy first Thursday. Didn't happen. I decided to stay indoors still. I don't know. You're bongani. I don't know why I'm such an introvert, why I'm such a Kermit the Frog. Oh, maybe you must download uh, Bumble BFF. Does it work in South Africa? What's that? You can like meet friends, like make friends on an app. What? Yeah, it's like it's almost like a dating app, but that's not. There is the for, for there is one for dating and there's one for making friends. Bumble BFF. So you match with people of similar interests as you, blah blah blah, and you guys go on a first date. If you guys like each other, you guys are friends. Like you start doing things that you enjoy together because because you could find there's a lot of people who've moved into your city or are also new in that place, and then you guys are like, oh, then you find the person on Bumble BFF, and then you guys are friends. Oh wow, you make friends think- like that. I think you I am willing yeah. to try that out. Yeah. I think you must check if we have it in the country because I know Australia, Americans, everyone's always talking about Bumble BFF. I, w- I would also try it out. I mean, but I doubt like, you know. Haman Skrull has it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we don't have Uber. So, I mean, you know. Uh, okay. Woe is Haman Skrull. <laughs> Um, what are we going to be getting into for when on the, for uh, YouTube Digest today? Oh, YouTube Digest, we're going to be talking everything TikTok. We're going to be talking about everything creative space, growing and thriving in those spaces. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's very and nice. And recap, are we just going to be catching up or what? 
Yeah, on Zanzi recap, we're just going to be catching up, but because I vola masses for your Zanzi recap. Oh, manje, ati si kine la posting kine go word on the streets. Si zoguti um Zanzi uti nenga le mi buzo esi babuza ayo. You're listening to the rewind. Come on. Word on the street. We go again. Only on the Rewind podcast do you come to work to be laughed at by your co-host. Welcome to Word on the Street. This is where we ask you a Oi. question. And <laughs> Actually, I'm laughing because, like, I don't know, like something about that, what you like doing that, um, I don't know, what do we call it? That link um, reminded me of my childhood. Like, I don't know if you, when you were watching like SABC one when they were doing yes. yeah, and it, it, it had that link so it got me excited because like immediately when you did it my brain just got excited because I was like oh childhood that's memory that's very good that's yeah. nice to hear that means I've kicked off some bit of nostalgia in you and that means yes um, 100% uh, uh, drama we would have said um, drama we would have said sense memory <clears throat> so now you'll get a pro anyway, um, let's get into it <laughs> So for what are the street, but so would you like to lead us on this one? I think this mm. is more in your realm. Um, My realm, Johnny Bongani. Oh, because I like discussing of, these things. Yes. Okay. So today's word on the street, listeners, is that we're discussing if it is appropriate or is it wrong or right to be attracted to other people while you're in a relationship. And since I have the mic, Bongani, what, what are your thoughts before we get into what Mozansi has in mind? So I honestly think um, it would be stupid to think someone won't be attracted to someone else whilst you mm-hmm. are in a relationship. Um, purely because my preference, my type. And the attraction, the attraction is vast. The attraction can be physical. The attraction can be um, um, what you call this, spiritual. The attraction can be emotional. Oh, yeah. It mm. can, you know, and I don't want to overcomplicate uh, the, the, the discussion but, yeah. Um, I'm just saying. So let's 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 talk about. Uh, are we talking about like physical, like attraction in terms of I want to be intimate with you, I want to be in a relationship with you, or like that's what we're talking about, right? But Basically. you see that. But what you're bringing up, like, obviously makes the conversation broad, but it's also facts because sometimes maybe I am dating someone who's into comic books, nah, and then they like yeah. me and whatever. But I I don't you know particularly I'm not into that. And then they meet someone yeah. at work who's a geek like that, and then. Would that be wrong if they like like that they like that like they're attracted to the person for that, but not that bisexually attracted to the person? Oh, you know, someone could be attracted to the mind, and I don't know. Yeah, you see, yeah. but for me, in terms of sexual attraction, and in terms of I want to get it on with this person, and in terms of um, I either want to get it on with this person or be in a relationship with this person. Uh-huh. I think it it's ridiculous for you not to expect your partner to not feel that sort of attraction, especially because that sort of attraction can be sparked by anything. It could be sparked oh, yeah, by a common true. interest, mm-hmm. like you're saying. Mm. It could be sparked by just um, a preferential type in terms of body, you know? Mm. And yes. Like, so yeah. I, I could be as much as... Like, I'm for dating, instance, your girlfriend is my type. Not that I like girls, but she's my type. Guys, if you listen to last week's episode, and Lago puts up Oya Pita, who's a friend. 
Don't change my no. type. <laughs> I'm kidding, Rewinders. I'm kidding, Rewinders. That would be awkward. Like, I'm sorry, um, so I'm dating your girlfriend now. So do we still continue with the podcast or... <laughs> and Ipunza is starting to be that living pro- it's always the worst that, that no no I would, on, I would only admire like I just I'll be the honest friend to tell you you know what I yeah I would be that person so, that's it yeah so I mm-hmm. think even if you're dating your type and your person mm. is your type and they are your preference and everything like that mm-hmm. like there are many versions of your preference it's exactly. up to the connection that you have with your person mm. for you to be like you know what, this is much better than what I'm feeling for or, or, or this general attraction just because the Montulona is my type, you know? Mm-hmm. What I already have is worth keeping and it's worth staying invested in. Um, so for me, there's always that, there's also that element of acting on it or not acting on it. Mm. But honestly, I think, I think to answer the question, um, what is the question? Is the question, is it okay to be mm. attracted or mm. is it, does it say, is it okay? Yeah, I'm asking, is it okay? Yes, it is okay. Um, mm. As long as you don't act on it and as long as you uh, stay stay committed to who you're with and why you're there. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what you feel about that. I, I, I can I ask if, uh, um, you know, obviously, yes, like there's people can be attracted to whatever, but do you think it's like weird if couples discussed it like if i was like you know what i really had an interest interesting interaction with this person and you know something about this i i you know also this is like for a different type of i don't want to say emotional intelligence but it depends what the level of intellectual what what in your relationship and not intellectual like or book smart or whatever but there's some couples that can have conversations about oh i had a conversation with this guy and I don't know, like something about the way he, I, I am around him, wada, wada, wada. And then you're like, oh, then maybe your, your partner can ask you follow-up questions like, oh, how did that make you feel? I'm like, oh, I think I enjoyed it because he created the space or whatever, whatever. Because in my head, it feels like it opens up a conversation to say with your partner, uh, I think I'm complicating this. Let me put it straight. No. Okay, yes. Oh, what, Go what? On. Tell me. I don't think you're complicating it. I think a relationship like that is a very mature relationship. Uh And I think those individuals are very mature. And I think that's a very healthy relationship to have. Mm. Um, Apart from just um, you guys sitting at a restaurant and you look at a guy because he's he's cute and he's got muscles, like you like them to have muscles Mm. and stuff like that. And you tell Umuntuaka Oguti, hey, yeah, oh, cute, ne? Or you know how some couples have this thing where um, the girl or girlfriends um, like to, like to, when they know, they see their boyfriend's type, they like to do that thing, oh, cute, ne? Mm. Like, you know, that mm. sort of lighthearted mm. sort of, and as soon as you leave Foshini, that conversation is done. Yes. It's whatever. Um, or as soon as you leave Cotton on, you're done. You just talk about that, that um, teller for two seconds. Yeah. Like, hey, I saw the way you were looking at her. And, and it's as simple as that. But I think those that are able to have that deep conversation, like, what was that that sparked that attraction in you? I think then that is a mature relationship yes. for you. Not only to be able to say, oh, um, I, I, you know, there's someone new at work and they, they, ha- they like this, this, this sort of stuff. Mm, mm, I don't mm, know. Mm. Something. Mm. And then mm. and then attraction yes. And then it's just like, 
okay, it's a guy too. Mm. I know. I think it's about the common interest or um is my type. You know, I like them when they've got them thunder thighs. Yes. You know, uh, that's Actually, sort of a thing. Yes, and to add on to that, sometimes I feel like also like if when we start a relationship, I could be like a completely different person, and then later on in the relationship, maybe the things that you were attracted to about me, maybe for instance, I was very attentive, and now I'm very busy, and then you're like, no, I actually enjoy their company because they actually take the time to listen and when if you delve deeper into questions like that and it comes down and boils down to oh i'm actually attracted to them not because i'm attracted to them because but it's just because they give me time to listen and because of a new schedule at work i just feel like we haven't been bonding it could open that thing mm. you guys within yourself to mm. say you know what oh actually that is not that you can always fill up all the boxes and you know be someone's everything and cover up all the interests but it could also open up a thing oh yeah no actually you're right um yeah I haven't been giving you time. I haven't, you know, we haven't been spending enough time for me to hear you. It's all vice versa. So actually, yeah, that is for like really mature relationships. Because other people would be like jealous. Like, well, I was literally about to say that because um, I think for me, I'm quite the jealous type, mm, you know? Mm, mm. So as much as I want to know out of the maturity of allowing you that freedom <laughs> of space to explain, Respect uh-huh. and allowing our relationship to be that honest mm, and mm, be mm, that mm. that that grit and that real. Mm. Um, I won't lie. I am gonna get paranoid and start thinking. By seventeen, I'm oh. oh, it's the third time she's mentioning Uchabu to me. <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna start thinking about those things, especially after you've told me what it has been this. And that's the thing is that that's really toxic uh. because it means your person can't come to you and be open and and um let because that's one thing you you want for yourself mm. you want to go to your partner and say yo hey 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 not that you're gonna go pursue but you know there's like your heart was just like a little you know you want to be able to share that with your partner but giving is all about receiving as well yeah. and i think i would struggle with the receiving part of it you know just having to sit down and listen to this person tell me about a slight attraction they have to Usman Bani. I think like it, it needs to be a one minute to like it, you need to have seen that person for that day and never see them again. Then you can share it with me. Mara, if you're gonna be working with them all the time, Mayim Sevenzini, I think then my paranoia and my jealousy is gonna go high. But I mean I'm a self-confessed jealous person. Anyone I everyone I date, like so you not to say be careful how you approach me but just know that about me you know and sometimes it can lead to me because apparently i also get moody Mm. and stuff like that so sometimes i react in such a way and you won't know where it's coming Mm. from and you could find it's just the slight hint of jealousy Mm -mm. but you know i i I think i like that you're bringing that up because oh my goodness this conversation is very interesting because we i feel like when people get into relationships they need to be able to open about be open about uh for instance their traumas and things they struggle with maybe it's jealousy and then maybe for me i would want to know what like where the jealousy stems from like it, was there something that had happened in a past relationship that made you feel like oh you're uneasy with relationships or a third party yeah. in a relationship? things like that if they if i break it down and understand it and when you've opened up opened up about it then even when i tell you these things not that I'm not going to, obviously when I tell my friends, it's going to be like, yo, show me today. Hey, you know, but when I come <laughs> yes. with you, I need to also be, uh, not that I'm saying that you're insecure, but to come with the sensitivity to knowing and understanding your traumas and say, okay, because of this and this and this, 
I, I can talk about it, but it can't be something I'm going to be dragging for a whole 30 minutes. I can just do it as a oh, debrief, by the way, this happened at work. Da, 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 da. And also, not it's not like I don't want it to seem like it's something like, oh, I'm shielding you. Uh, when are you must be protected because you're jealous. But like also understanding someone's where they come from, like where did that jealousy stem from? Like, I don't want to be heightening it. Like I hate it on TikTok when people, couples make pranks, knowing very well that the couple, uh, uh, um, their partner struggles with a certain thing and then they they want to say for it they want to press it in like ah oh, you know my partner has this insecurity um yes and it's a trauma and then they will still prank you and you know make you uneasy and make you feel yeah. unsafe in the relationship yes. so but yes. i think it's good that you communicate that some of us wouldn't like it just be like i'm so confident <laughs> talk about all the bitches <laughs> yeah. you want you know what i mean so okay sorry <laughs> yes i mean just 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 to just to close it off in um for 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 me yeah. um in terms of the jealousy thing i think you it, you're sparking something quite interesting in that where does it come from and i've been sitting here trying to figure out where mine comes from and i think mine comes from um a, a, a patriarchal sense of ownership oh. like your your mind mm why 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 is someone else and i know i shouldn't be looking at you as yes. mine you know it, because it's in line with let's protect our women mm. let's stop doing mm. this to our mm. women which which is which completely defeats yes. the point because it goes back to that patriarchal ownership of a woman's mm. body um but i think that's an unlearning that i need to have mm. myself is that um you don't own people therefore you can't get jealous when people make connections with other people because of this thing of mm. when you are my moon yeah. you know like be secure in your position yeah. No, that yeah, was very yeah. yeah. Thanks for opening up, Bongani. I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. I think for me it's interesting <laughs> because what does it mean? It depends on what attraction means to the one partner, right? So is it okay to oh. admit that other people are pretty or beautiful? I think that's fine. But like attraction is also just like if you're attracted to someone, you also have a crush on them in a way. So um, it depends on whether you follow those instincts of attraction and how deep the attraction goes. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At the rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com. Welcome to YouTube Digest. I am feeling extra nervous because now we have a guest and a nervous. very, very, I am nervous. Actually, we are very nervous. <laughs> I don't know why. It's almost like, oh, did I forget how we intro this? But also because of someone who is like very, who's family to the show and knows the show very well. So now I'm just like, uh, <clears throat> don't drop that mic. But we have a very don't special, <laughs> we've got a very special guest today. C. Thames is one of our loyal listeners, a really like part of this family, basically of the Rewind, and he's going to be joining us for YouTube Digest today. So I'm really excited to have you here, Thames. You must see me, like I am. What is, what is a fan girling? So, Thames, do you care to introduce yourself? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Shantan. you. This has been so amazing. I'm just like you, Utandalunga, Kasa, and Um, so if 
like must I introduce myself in terms of Sitem's darling? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Tim's darling. Oh, however, way you want to introduce yourself. So, Tim's darling is predominantly a, a performing artist, um, a dancer to say, and we tap into the acting. Not much of a singer, but you know the whole triple threat. Um, and then, of course, content creation uh-huh. around with the apps, your TikToks, your Instagram, your YouTube, Seattle, Apple, and then we model as well. And we manage, mm. there's a lot of things that we have our hands. Mm. We also choreograph, we started Afrolettos recently, but that came from mm. being a dancer. Uh, well and, done on that. Um, thank you so much. Um, that came from being a dancer and obviously um, having to be passionate about what is this choreographing and wanting to take my ideas a step um, a step further in dancing. So yeah, there's a lot of things that we do. We're basically mm. an artist, I would say. Mm, that is... Quite with a resume. resume. Like, okay, um, do you guys still, it's almost like you wanted to say, do you guys still have time? Do you have time? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, please please introduce yourself. How much time do you have? <laughs> We've been experts in all of these. We're still battling that... and finding our voice and, you know, speaking because at the beginning, mm-hmm. we have to start the conversation before you are prominent in what you're saying. So, Sisengumdana, yeah, well, I mean, I think for me, what I love about it is that um, there's that um, suggestion of multiple streams of Yay. income that I shan't have one career mm-hmm. for 30 years. I am going to dabble in this and I am going to dabble in that. And that's going to that's gonna paint a much more beautiful picture at the end of life than, oh, I sat goopy goopy for a whole 30 for years. Whole 30 yeah. I cannot do that. That is a, a struggle <laughs> or a story that I do not want to tell at all. I must actually let everyone know, Ustems is the person who gave us Stems um, the slogan, your favorite virtual friend. Oh, yes. Thank you so Thank much you. for that. <laughs> you blessed us with that. And we were just like, that's who we are. That's who we are. That is who we are. Thank you, like, when you guys started, yeah? I mean, when you guys started your podcast, I remember, um, I was, I mean, I was still brand new in Johannesburg and I was trying to find my feet and find, you know, finding friends that we can have discussions hey. of what I was doing. Because what I was doing, obviously, when you start content creation, no one is there to say this is right or wrong. But to have mm. friends that were talking about it, the digestion and the perspective, I was like, this is in line with what I'm doing and I believe in it and it makes sense. And I was like, uh, that is the chumazam, is the so Love it. Thank Love you, it so much. So- how was how how has that process been about finding yourself in Joburg? Sorry, but no, okay. in Joburg, oh, it's been very interesting. Um, coming from perspective of like no support, no, I can't say no support, but having to build that support from scratch in Joburg because mm-hmm. coming from Cape Town, my family's obviously they they don't know what the heck is happening in Joburg and they don't want to be part of it mm-hmm. because they're just like oh, Danadin, mm. you are a lot. So having to come to Joburg mm-hmm. and finding a family, people that understand what i'm doing it's also taught me mm. that i have to use my own voice to be understood and to be like for spaces to be open no one really knows what's happening in your head so content creation finding people it's literally having to speak or say or do something so that it's either acceptable mm. or not and if it is 
there's always going to be a group of people that will support. So from all perspective, it's still challenging. I mean, coming from Cape Town now, I'm still like, oh my gosh, it's it, it's not as easy. But Oksalayo, it still teach, it teaches you a lot in broadening your own personal horizon and not waiting for anyone to do that for you. Yeah, mm. that's quite lovely. No, I, I love it for, for us. Uh, we're, we're so blessed <laughs> to have people like you supporting us. Um, so who have you been watching on YouTube? Like what's, 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 who's new in the game or who, who are the older people that we always talk about here that you've been watching? And you're like, oh, I'm loving. I mean, you, you, you always speak about, uh, about our favorite people all the time. So that's always fantastic. But in terms of yeah. who's new now, the only face that I've been like watching, there's this new guy in South Africa, mm-hmm. which who has joined the queer spaces that I've been interested in terms of the way he's been accepted in South Africa and the support that he's getting from South Africans um, and the way oh. he's exploring it. Who's this? Um, I, want to, I want to just double check his name. I forgot his name, but I'm always just watching his stuff and most of his supporters are full on South Africans. And it's always interesting to see how we as South Africans, you know, like how we consume content and the type of people we choose to, I mean, it's not like we choose a person that we want to blow up, but essentially mm. Is this- that we give a thing. Um, it's an American guy. He's queer. He's been trending. Is it Julian Albino? Yes, it is Julian. I literally have that guy on the notes with Kunsa yes, to speak about it as well yes. because I've so been he, I've been consuming his content consuming like there is no tomorrow. And YouTube has also been making sure that we consume that content. Um, and YouTube South Africa, go and loot those Mzansi. So it's literally that. So, no, not that, like go loot about the Mzansi, but I mean, I've been interested that. <laughs> we are eating up his content so Bunza, he he's the guy who's an american mm. he's moved to south africa it seems like he travels around the yeah. world he went to mexico i think his um youtube channel is julian albino he went to mexico and i think from mexico he came to oh, south africa okay, yeah. he's been here on a 90-day visa and now he's recently left for Kenya. But um, he's been showing the South African life and everything like that. And just like, and his videos are long. Hey, like it's Ooh. good, proper 20-minute videos. <laughs> it <laughs> is a vlog. <laughs> he is using, yes, he's using Ama Piano in the <laughs> background <laughs> as well. So like <laughs> you are sitting there and you are getting into the <laughs> vibe and you are just going with him. I mean, the one thing for me that sucks about him is that um, is the microphone issue. And he seems quite aware about it. Tim. I'm sure yes, you picked up as yes. well that he's spoken about getting a microphone and stuff I mean, like he's, that. He's um, to elevate himself in every form, which is beautiful as a content creator. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that's true. And also the the other thing for me um, that sort of um, bores me is that his his thumbnails are a bit clickbaity. You know, they are um, very clickbaity. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. His thumbnails are very clickbaity. His thumbnails. You and I think and I think that's why the algorithm is also pushing him. And I think yes. that's why you I yourself, you when you see him pop up, you just like, yeah, what's that about? Because his thumbnails are very clickbaity. Uh, like the one I remember, I think you don't have the time, you will click on his 
videos. Yeah. So the the one I remember was him saying, um, I uh the truth they don't tell you about South Let's Africa. See. And he didn't even tell you that truth. He just Ooh. carried on and he was just vlogging ah. and sh- like I thought this is someone who's gonna say, Listen, he's this is bad. what we're told, this is what we see, this is what we and no, he's just showing you what he's doing, where he's going and stuff. So wait and the but but the and you know what happens? Uh-huh. You still watch a Pabellini, you watch a damn video till the end and he's give up normally, so and you like and you like as you should as you, you should that. but wait what's the difference between the content he's creating and what you're doing Tim's on YouTube so for me I feel like for him it's so wonderful to see um, a person that is foreign to the country mm-hmm. enjoying our country the way he is okay. um, and he's not selling us in a bad light because we don't like that as South Africans right in terms of mm. uh, being sold in a bad light and for someone to come and mm. show such a beautiful part of South Africa in that way that's uh. what we're also buying Be like that's he's flourishing because of that like Everything that he's got to show, it's celebrating us and we want to be celebrated. And then for me, for instance, as a South African at the moment, Mm -hmm. for me, it's been not as defined, for instance, in terms of a foreign person, but I am a performer, but I have not been doing things off performance. So I've been discovering myself identity-wise. So I'm sharing who I am Mm -hmm. and I've been dabbling and trying to see what works, what Mm. doesn't, and people respond you know what I'm saying? So it's easy. If I go to America now and say, boom, my first experience in Walmart is a South African, there is no doubt I am going to trend. I'm going to make sure mm. I, 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 I rate that experience for South Africans and for Americans to mm. get that. Yeah. For me yeah, right now, I I'm agree. just another queer South African artist that is trying to be heard. Um, or not just queer to say like, in terms of the platforms, I would be compared to someone that's doing something similar, which is probably going to be another queer individual um, and whatever they're doing. And I don't have to be better or yeah. whatever. It, I just have to have a clear voice. Whenever you have a clear voice, people will jump into you beyond comparison. Mm. You just have to yeah. be entertained. For me, uh, and I, like, I definitely must agree with Sims, is, is the, the whole fact that um, it's, 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 a, it's a Jimmy Comes to Joburg situation where we're watching someone mm. come experience South Africa. So we're getting an unfiltered view of someone experiencing us and our people and our vibe and confirming if what our vibe is is really who we are and mm. stuff like that. But also, um, you've got to know, when Mzansi gives you uh, a, a South African name, you have been yes, adopted into the culture. Definitely. When South Africa blesses you with a South African name, you must know you are loved, you are doing the right things. The right and things as, as, as Tim's is saying, doing the right things is telling our story for what it is, for the way we see it the way we experience Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. We experience ourselves as colorful people, people who have fun, people who are diverse, people who are deep, we've got personalities. And he, like, that's what he was showing. And yes, I mean, Mzansi also has that bit of capitalism, sort of glam, sort Mm -hmm. of we want to be there in the stars. So he was also showcasing that sort of stuff on um, his uh, Mm. videos. But I definitely do think it's the whole... um, First of all, we've got, uh, because anyone who is, people who are reacting to South African videos and they are um, non-South African, people who are coming to South Africa for the first time and they are giving culture differences and are giving you vlogs of their experience of being in South Africa, South Africans chew that content and they love it. (laughs) Zansi loves it. 
or is it because our story has been told in such a negative light for so long that we crave to see different stories and different depictions of our true light? I feel like you part know? of it also comes with both of them, Romani. Mm. Like our stories definitely have to be told in true light, but we are very proud of who we are. And I've sensed that from South Africans. And whenever a person finds themselves being proud mm. in what they do and who they are, mm. South Africans are going to come along with you. Um, and if you, if, if, if you can, again, if you can present us in a pride, in, in some, in a way that is pride, is pride or celebrating that, then we in for that. Mm. We're going to chew you up. Yeah. And I also think maybe yeah. also besides uh, priding ourselves, I feel like it's better because very Americans and other people from like, you know, first world countries are very ignorant. It's almost like they don't have any concept of what mm, happens yes. in Africa. So when there's someone like that who comes in and was like, mm. okay, guys, this is what South Africa is and this is what the world is like. And they're like, we're like, yes, at least you can have your American audience chew up our content and see that uh, we're not chilling with cows mm. and whatever. Yes, we have livestock, but yes. this, is, this, this is South Africa now and you guys need to be so close-minded. And someone else who's from another world can... I mean, another country can come here and just be like, okay, guys, this is South Africa. This is how I'm experiencing it. Like any other world um, country. Why do I keep saying world? Any other country, you have the, what they call the ghetto. You've got the the, the rural areas. You've got this. But yeah. it's not like, okay, now we're just chilling yes. with lions because they're also ignorant. So it's really nice when we have someone else who's like, oh, okay, you can see, like, we're the life of the party. You know what I'm saying? You know, just to agree with that, I remember when we were very young and Zama left South Africa uh, for the first time. Zama's also another <laughs> loyal listener that you guys are going to hear sometime soon. Um, when she also left South Africa uh, for the first time and she came back, like one of the first few times mm-hmm. she came back, um, she was just telling us that the people that she goes to school with think <laughs> we've got lions and oh things like that. She was in the UK. Did we not record a whole talk show on my patio, Ekaya? <laughs> we had African, we'd taken Deiko from the house, we'd put them there, and we were basically arguing our case about how we are not climbing um, elephants and climbing lions. I don't know what we spoke about on that show, but I could swear to you, I honestly felt like Nolene had nothing uh, on us. We were in it and we were killing it. And we were we were basically Mzansi's tourism video that everyone needed to see. see. Because that talk show was giving them indabazawa. Tina. We know what Wi-Fi is, damn it. <laughs> exactly. But Tim's um while we're still on the YouTube topic, how how what's the plan with your YouTube channel? Because I know okay, let's not discuss my YouTube channel. Let's discuss your YouTube channel. Um that's, what's the plan? Huh? <laughs> so the plan with YouTube. So YouTube I started obviously because of seeing just a door and opportunity platform to have a voice and then we had wishes and dreams of how it was going to turn out but with mm-hmm. other platforms such as tiktok um mm-hmm. such as tiktok for instance it has allowed me to to find a community that i'm mm. able to obviously engage with in a way that, but then with youtube so youtube um, so now the one thing that i want to do on youtube to, is like to just produce a video that is not an apology video but of an, a video to say i am not going to be committing like my time for now like for the next 6 months between like no, like that's fact 
but I've been quiet and but there've been people that have been actually asking that used to support my channel like those 50 people they actually come like hey dude we're waiting and I'm like you actually cared because I thought no one cared in that sense but so I want oh, to actually no. produce a video that's just say I will be out of it for 6 months because I want to then come back with a legitimate plan because there's I didn't I never niched on my YouTube it was always just saying hi I can dance hi I can talk hi I can probably like do fashion hi I can do this I've just used it as a memory um storage and a, a, a space that I've learned I mean I've never edited before YouTube mm-hmm. and YouTube has brought that yeah. to me you know what I'm saying and all the other things that comes with YouTube and now I want to use it on another platform grow a proper audience there that it will easily bring the numbers that I need on YouTube. Because if I focus, for instance, on TikTok mm. and produce the content that people are appreciating and loving, when I do possibly, and I wish, let's say get to a million um, uh, followers, it's mm. easy to just say, hello guys, there's more for exactly. you. And they want more, they've been asking for me. And they'll yeah. easily, and once, let's say like, 10,000 people watch the next video, then YouTube will then pump everything up like that's been there and what I will pr- pr- be producing. But mm. I don't want to misuse the support that I'm currently getting by trying to let everyone like support me everywhere. Mm. So on YouTube, I do want to say I won't be there. I want to focus on like quality content between Instagram and um, TikTok. Ooh. And building something proper and grand because there's a, there, there are a lot of examples around the world mm. of people that have just focused on that and have built proper things for their career mm. and and they've gone to YouTube to build something and there it will be easy once again you have an, a, a community. Oh, I'm excited for so, us. Yeah, to, we're gonna put it yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited for us to get into uh, the conversation of TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. But I really am. I want to know what Bongani has been watching because he's been home alone. So I'm sure he's got no. all the time to watch YouTube. <laughs> so Bongani, is there anything specific you've been watching? or? I mean, I was hoping we could touch base on Bushe Lupindo's video about her not oh. being well, you know. And just... Um, Attend to those matters of mental health and just her Mm. being so open and honest about um, her her suicide Mm. attempts. Oh, I should have put a trigger warning at the beginning of this, hey? Shouldn't we? Um, But anyways, I just think that was Mm. quite a brave video and just the Mm. honesty as well. I wasn't expecting that level of an honesty. I mean, you could already have sensed it from the title, I've been struggling. You were just like, oh my goodness, Mm. what is she going to come and say? say? But just uh, being able to come Mm. and and just be able to just speak on it and speak Mm. through her experience and be able to share that with people and not in an, I owe you guys, this is why I have Mm. been gone, but... This is like this is it. This is what I'm going through, and there's that on that. You know, that was one of my favorite videos that I had watched uh, recently. I don't know if any one of you guys got a chance. I saw it a little bit, and it was phenomenal um, to watch it, but I didn't finish it. As for phenomenal, can I say why I say I'm saying phenomenal? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because past weekend we had like a little talk. Um, with Sims Wright, with all these content creators, and to hear Uwuhle Lupindo like sharing things that were shared on that platform, mm. and also just seeing 
everyone is really going through this time and it's not an unreal thing or something that's made up or anything. It just felt so right and I, I really did appreciate that. And it allows you as a person that's going through something and you're unable to speak because for whatever reason, on a platform like that, in that way, with that confidence, with mm, so much truth, mm, mm. it's like it's beautiful because it does, I, I felt really uplifted just with the little bit that I've watched from a warfare. Mm. And and I like that she mentioned in the beginning that when she wanted to make this video, she wanted to, she was looking for, you know, online for people who was who were giving content like that. Not that we don't have people giving that content, but I think it's maybe smaller influencers who are able to be more vulnerable. But with bigger influencers, no one is really coming and talking about the honest truth of whatever they're going through mentally or if they're really going through a difficult time. Usually when they come, yeah. it's like, oh, life update, guys. Anyway, yeah, I was going through the most. Anyway, we move on. But her <laughs> to be so raw yeah. and yeah. honest was like really nice to... And not nice or like if it's phenomenal, but it was like, it, it was really, I don't know. No, it's I'm almost like I, I view story storytelling as, I mean, I see view, um, what's this, YouTube as storytelling because I'm like, now I'm, it's almost like it's stripping another layer to like understand a person more, to also be brave about your, what you're going through with your mental health and know that, you know, it's okay that, you know, I'm happy that Buffet is fighting through it and I also can fight through it. And then for someone to open that platform for us to have that conversation as well is really nice. And not just talk about, oh, guys, I did my hair here, whatever, whatever. And I think for Bongani, it was unexpected because Buffet is always making jokes with us. Like, she's always making, ah, guys, haha, you know, it's always funny. Yeah. You know, even if she, she will always cover everything with humor. Mm. And this time around, she just went and she was just raw with us. And it was just like, wow, such a beautiful sight to see. And we're happy that, you know, she's really fighting the good fight. So I really also enjoyed that video a lot. I mean, even the her, her expressing the difficulty of um, just recording that video. I think she had yeah. mentioned that she tried to record mm. it once and she had yeah. to record it again and stuff like that, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I really did appreciate that video. Do you guys know this lady called Leonie Joyce on no. Instagram? Leonie Joyce? No. Guys, oh my goodness. This is the best video you will <laughs> ever see in your entire okay. lives you need to us. go check her out she comes up she comes out with the best content out there so she does these videos where um she's basically just dancing with herself and she's on show with herself guys her instagram handle is at leonie joyce she plays everyone she's the guitarist she's the bandmate she's the audience she's the fans mm. Oh, guys, this girl creates fire content. And these she's videos are very, very nice. She does... Um, she's not South okay. African. She's from Uganda. And um, she does these videos that, like... Even you know you know that the the what you call this oh, um, you know that I TikTok know. I don't know if it was a TikTok of these people who throw their clothes down um and as they yeah. throw it down <laughs> and they get up wearing the outfit and stuff like that yeah guys she killed that shit like it is is she nothing. the one that also done um, like the Beyonce um the concert um I'm not sure I can't like I only found her this oh, past okay. weekend I didn't find her um thanks to Afropunk they shared her on her page uh yes um but uh you definitely if you are a listener out there go check out at Leonie Joyce on Instagram um guys this girl's well, videos I are know her. fire she is a very beautiful black girl and she is killing it with this content creation 
all her performances, um, all her videos are heard live and she is dancing and she is singing and the outfits are dropping in from the sky. And she, at one point, she even calls the audiences up on stage and they come up on stage and it's literally her dressed in different outfits. And they come up on stage and they start dancing okay, with her. I just you. tagged you in it right now. So if you get a chance. So I just saw the video now. I've seen her. Yes, yeah, she does a lot. She's the one that did the Beyonce concert. That Yeah, she's so incredible. I don't know how, I don't know how she does that, hey? I mean, I've seen some of the behind the scenes in terms of, um, it seems mm. like she obviously has a green screen, but it's, it's all about being smart and... First of all, I, I don't know if she rehearses, but I definitely think knowing which characters you're playing when and w- where's the focus. Like, you know, in trauma, they teach you those things of like, you know, people who mime and they put the mug down on their lap. Next thing they just get up and yeah. <laughs> they don't move the mug off of their lap. Paying that, that, that much attention to detail. I think that's what she does. She already has the picture. She knows where the lead is. She knows when she's playing this character, where she needs to be looking at this point in the song. And she just then, after that, you you record yourself doing all of those characters in front of the green screen. Then you edit it and you paste it all together. And I think you just play around with the size of each person, you know? Like each how person, big yeah. and how small it gets and sense. how it moves around. But I still think there mm. is quite an art to it. Like, I think that's the, that, that's my, as much as my brain can figure could figure it out. Figure it out but yeah. I honestly think, like, if she were to sit down and do a tutorial of how the hell she does it, I think there's <laughs> a whole lot more work to it but that content is fire i absolutely love it it's so fun to watch it's so creative as well it's so unique as well mm. um yeah i think it's absolutely perfect it's, it's great no, i definitely will i don't want to be left out i will check it out as soon as we are done um with our episode today no and no i'm sorry <laughs> i can't multitask guys so um last week we spoke about um what's the channel's name it's peaches or what's it what's the name again um that's so no that's so peachy that's so peachy peachy. i think Mm. anyways uh we'll figure it out now um we got a message from the owner of the channel so she did a kylie swim review um her name is 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 alex beasley she did a kylie swim review and we were just reviewing her kylie swim video um going through what we enjoyed and what we didn't enjoy about the video and she took a listen to the episode and she came back to us and she said to us on instagram and we thought we just want to share this with you guys she said just had a listen thanks for sharing and discussing my review it means a lot to know you appreciated the detail i went into to clarify yes i am white punta was very confused like is she white or is she colored or white um and she says and dramatic out to the womb uh i live in Johannesburg, and i have a lot of people telling me i was mad for spending that amount of money but with regards to the swiping thing i've been blessed enough to have a few idea a few videos do well enough Mm. to afford me the opportunity to pay for such I wish I had those kinds of racks to throw around, but that's not the case. I planned the day uh, she made the announcements, did research, all in an effort to recoup the costs. 
taking these kinds of financial risks are part of the whole process, I guess. And sometimes they pay off and sometimes they don't. But just mm. the fact that y'all are speaking about it says it made some sort of an impact. Wishing so, you all the best for your podcast going forward. Love and light. And I think for me, um, thank you very much, Alex Beasley. Go check her out. It's at Alex Beasley on Instagram. Uh, we'll figure out her channel now and let you know. But I, what, I love what she spoke about in terms of, and Sims, I'm going to throw this at you, that doing the research and the financial investment in your channel. We get so focused on rent and buying equipment and stuff like that. But how's about, hmm, you know, if I buy that and do a video about it, maybe I can make some money back. If I buy the PlayStation 5, if I put aside and buy the PlayStation 5, not just to have it as entertainment, but do a review. Obviously, something that's in line with what you're selling and stuff like that. Yeah. How how have you found that challenge? Because I think with us um, independent content creators, there's that worry of, uh, do I want to spend money on getting a piece of equipment, like a ring light, or yes. should I use this on my grocery? But this is someone who spent nearly 15K on getting this Kylie Swim products and she was getting it for a video and she said, yes, she's fortunate enough to have had videos do well in that past. Mm -hmm. But that risk and that gamble, can you speak to moments where you have had that in terms of how much do I want to invest in myself and in terms of myself, in terms of the content creation and how much do I actually need to invest in myself in terms of making sure I've got dinner tomorrow night Mm. or something (laughs) for the week, you know? Yeah, so... So with, with with regards to that, I mean, the dinner, the rent, those are normal problems and they're probably endless. And the more you engage with people, you know that, you know what, there's going to be a time in life where you can't do this um, and you can't stress, like that can't be your dominant stress. It's just there as something that it, it's your responsibility. When it comes to, con- when it comes to like your resources for content creation, it's a different kind of ball game the way you see it because you know you are investing in a business and that gamble of that video that needs to do well in your head or at least in my head as you think of your investment like from buying my first what is this called my ring light i remembered it's it's a thing of that video will come out no matter what regardless <laughs> that video will come out so um for me i've 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 dedicated even my last cent on um, resources because I knew it will pay back. And I've gambled quite a lot. And for the longest time, it didn't pay, like ring lights, camera eventually. Um, And also I changed my laptop. But after a very, 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 very long time, and that was a huge gamble because I remember it's either I use that money to really secure me for like the next six months rent-wise, or I just get this laptop and hopefully in a month or two using it, I get something mm. to cover the damn rest of the month kind of vibe. But yeah, you obviously have that faith. So you buy the damn laptop you with your whole heart, but when it gets home, yes, you want to record and show everyone that you have it. But at the same time, if you've done, like I've done a lot of research um before I like dedicated my life into content creation, specifically with YouTube. And I knew for a fact that it was not going to pay in the next six to one year. I was hoping at least on the second year. So I was always open to that. So, <clears throat> so when you are doing the investment, you are just, you know that it might not pay today, but you recording, a, a, let's say a video of, oh, I bought a new laptop to people. Obviously, um, Apple right now would probably not even approach you because you don't have the numbers and you don't have the influence. They have a bigger way of, like a bigger audience and they could contact someone that is different. You don't want to think like that, obviously, because you are- Like Marquise Brown. Own. 
you you yeah you don't want to think like that yes if anything also you want to think for when your content does blow up you want to be ready for those brands already they must see that you've organically or authentically worked with their products beyond them approaching you but there are certain things that um whilst you are creating your brand that you want to be cognizant of like if you're going to be sharing every equipment that you have produced then you want to make sure that the kind of research that you're going to be sharing about the equipment is legitimate and is in line with other channels that are sharing information about this equipment besides if you're doing a story time where you know it's an achievement and it's an investment and maybe your audience wants to listen to that kind of perspective rather than if i have a this camera this is how it's going to help with divakhanan so it's thinking about the value and for me as a small creator i've always wanted to focus on what do they like about me as a creator beyond mm. what i'm investing in in my business and i want to see and i want to see if my investments are actually worth it so because i've always wanted to be an artist like from a very young age right so now being in a space of digital content creation where even if i'm on mainstream television oxalayo it's the same almost the same faces that needs to approve me as an artist like oh we like you you are talented or whatever so i i use digital content creation as a space of testing the waters already with that audience within my own platform you know what i'm saying that is really um, smart yeah and yeah and my thing is for me again even even if i always told myself like at least that's my motivation even if i don't blow up and even if i never trend from day 1 the day i started doing youtube again, i'll always go back to editing and everything that came with understanding seo optimization and you building your business because that's the kind of channels i also look into branding yourself and all of that i've gotten all of that knowledge and being comfortable to self teach myself and that comes with culture of you know i'm going to create content and i'm going to do research that's already investment and if you know how you can capitalize of that beyond you being viral that's also something that i've worked on so i've always worked on the fact that i might never be viral on social media what do i do with all the knowledge that i have for a person that wants to be viral for instance so i've always i also looked into that in terms of my investment and having the right resources will always be great when you're trying to advise someone to get great resources in the future and in south africa content creation is still not that huge yet meaning that people that are kind of in the forefront of it now get to have a voice and to help people that wants to have a voice and say hi guys i've done it let's have a seminar once a month or i can or at least or you can even what is this manage a few people that are doing content creation and you can help them get influencer work things that you've already achieved on your road you can offer also as services as you grow or at least that's what I'm I'm doing you know until you can no longer take work for other people and you can see that you on your feet and people would love your services then you continue there's you you will never lose when you invest on when you invest on yourself as a brand like from that ring light it's mm. important to mm. see it like that punza yeah i hope you've got a pen listen i am i wanted to grab the paper and the pen and but i was like you know what i'll listen to the episode and take notes <laughs> and, very... and that's when you'll go to yeah, school yeah that's when i'll go to school i was like <laughs> that is really interesting because i also thought like with, with what he was saying because some people might think oh let me get all these great things let me get the lights let me get all of these uh, all the equipments but then if i don't know what my audience wants or what i am giving or you know sometimes it's just easy for you yeah so it's just easy for you to what feel you like oh, i'm going to get all this equipment and then yeah i feel like then i'm going to be the perfect um what's this um a content creator or influencer yes, but 
But we have people who are still the best. Like, for instance, yeah, um, yeah. Her, her name is Life's a Peach. She felt like, okay, I understand my audience and this is what they do. This is what I do. I do holes. And then I feel like I will make it uh, back based on what her statistics say, based for, from her views and whatever. So she was maybe sure mm-hmm. that, you know, what this will bring, if it doesn't even surpass the amount, but it's going to bring back my money. And then there's the conversation, yes, Tim's, where there's people who do have phones, just have a ring light and a phone and a laptop to edit. And they're like, okay, let me focus on what I am giving now with the audience. Because some people's content doesn't need, not that it doesn't, yes. it would obviously be great if you have a better quality or whatever, but this is working. And right now I am not going to starve myself. I will continue with what I'm doing. Um, what works for me is my talent and my consistency. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give them that. I'm going to give them consistency and the hard work. And I never looked at it like that. But also before Bongani asked the question, I was like, actually, that's also very important to get to a point where I'm like, hmm, do I really want this shoe or should I uh, pay uh, maybe a pianist to um, what's this? cover to help me cover songs help you do covers because for especially minutes. yeah exactly and i go can you please yes. can i pay you and that's four videos of five minutes exactly each, you know? and then i can put that and it pushes me forward also up up in the algorithm and i get more following you know what i mean so mm. i know it's it's it, it's this conversation is given that we're oh, done yeah. recapping because i do want to ask um yeah. Excuse Sorry, me. it's okay. Um, I do want to ask um, Stems because I've I've seen Stems. That's why I was asking him about YouTube, and I've seen him grow on on Instagram. And I was wondering, like, oh my goodness, you know, sometimes you have that thing where you're like, why aren't people seeing this person? Why is this person not trending? Or why I really like the quality of his content? And then my you go to TikTok, <laughs> and he, appe- he appears on your for you page, and you're like, um. What do you mean? A hundred views, content, or followers, and then they, it's like, and it's like, okay, then I was like, I'm so interested in having the conversation about TikTok and what yes. it's doing for you as a creative. And then, sorry, uh-huh. before before we jump into that, I actually wanted to lead to there as well because I was reading um, at Misa Narrates on Twitter. She's a writer and she's a uh-huh. poet. And she literally had posted um, a tweet saying, went viral on TikTok yesterday afternoon, went from 1,600 followers to 10 in 200, uh, to 10,200, what? To, what? Like 10,000K vibes? Like 10K? Yes, 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 10K vibes, 10.2 in like hours, in a matter of hours, she went to (laughs) 10.2. And she says, how sweet. And she had tweeted this on the 3rd of November. So just... I think, yeah, let's talk about that because I think that's mm. quite interesting. Imagine you are slaving for over a year on YouTube yes, to get to 10 million. And in a matter years. of a few hours five years. <laughs> In a matter of a few hours on TikTok, you are on 10.2. Like, how has that transition, not to overtake Punta's question, just in line with Punta's question, mm. you know? Um, so are you talking about the numbers? Like, in terms of the difference between the platforms and the number or or just the the whole the kind of support you can get on tiktok yeah so like basically how you're received because on on tiktok it's not like stems is different on all the platforms i see stems the same on I'm youtube not. on instagram and whatever <laughs> exactly and then, but the same content you're posting on instagram people are just like oh okay because remember how long it took for you okay. to get to 10k already just on Instagram and for you to reach your 1k oh, on, know, on YouTube. So and then on TikTok, people are like, Thames, give us more. Then how give has that more, been? Okay. It's my fault, though. So the truth about content creation, it will always be the content creator's fault. Mm. Like, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on YouTube, number one, 
the YouTube, they, like all the algorithms, the basis of what they require from you is very similar. You need to post consistently mm-hmm. and eventually, obviously, eventually you will gather your niche as you post consistently. People will come for things that they like. And the more you post what they like, they're able to send you off to get more people. Mm. Each platform will do that for you. Like you don't even have to do it yourself. Mm. But uh, sorry, obviously the consistency part you need to do. I, if I go on YouTube, personally, as Tembele, YouTube is a lot. So I'm an artist that is very like weird about posting like a... a a basic, let's say, edited video. I want to try my, I like, I love trying my best. Oh yeah, the angles, I like them. The (laughs) angles, the vibes. So for me, I'm like, it's not just about the video getting out. It's trying to see what I can do with the video. So that can be very daunting if I'm like focusing a little on the quality. Then, like after doing one video, it's like you must I then post another one next week. And then obviously not having an audience that is reciprocating with your um with your content in abundance like that also can be just you know a lot. Yeah. You have to motivate yourself to continue doing this because you love it. And but no one is necessarily receiving it. Though you know, like if you've done the research, like even on YouTube, they say you have to have at least 150 videos for your channel to really do that besides if you come in with that like solid personality or a, a community from another a platform or you are a celebrity already or whatever prominent thing that you, that comes along your name but if you're brand new brand new brand new you need at least that amount so that when you do blow up people can have a lot to consume to understand who the heck you are to make the decision of staying or not when you're still like on 10 videos and you're still on no one and you're kind of posting let's say all these, like I post uh, different videos from vlogging to a photo shoot to skincare routine to fashion. It's like, um, dude, what the heck? So the algorithm won't help me because I still don't know myself. Mm. That's like on YouTube. And then on Instagram, it's that pressure of, oh my gosh, I posted this outfit already. I don't oh, have a new one yeah. for now. When I do, <laughs> when I, I will definitely post. You know? That's what I am choosing not to subscribe <laughs> to. That's another huge insecurity as to why I don't upload so much on exactly, Instagram. Exactly, but I mean, if now Instagram, with them accepting Reels, they're now allowing that platform. Like, I won't lie, I will share this on the platform. I like a lot of insecurities about even what I have in my wardrobe, knowing the people that I follow and the like just vibes, you know what people like and also understanding the lingo on social media. For me, I was just like, I'm posting basic stuff. Like I'm not a brand person. I just love beautiful clothes and whatever I can afford, mix it up and boom, voila, that's who I am. Um, And some people can flourish because obviously the branding and then the kind of editing, like I'm not also a big fan of that Lightroom look on me me but i love it on other people it looks gorgeous but on me i feel like it takes away of like who i am and what i'm building as an individual but again it's how you use your resources and i'm still getting into that so i feel like for me i've been too fussy and i've overthought my instagram slash youtube um content creation whereas on tiktok because the audience on tiktok I don't know who the heck, okay, I'm lying, I'm being dramatic, but essentially on on, 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 on TikTok, like the people there don't come in with, this is who I am and this is why I'm supporting you. They just come in. So, and Mm. because I don't delve too much on why you're here, they come in with, I love what you're doing, I love who you are and I want more of it. Mm. And if anything, TikTok pushes for imperfection. 
the the most viral videos that i've ever gotten are the most imperfect unplanned i literally did that video without even thinking about it which is the weirdest thing exactly um, whereas you know whereas for youtube i've sat down i've planned i've angled i've edited, edited oh my mm. lord and if, i suppose the curation becomes too much whereas on tiktok literally sometimes i'm sitting down and i'm just like okay i put the phone and i'm just like okay one two one two and then i watch that video and i don't even overthink it yeah. i just post it because it feels like they're not watching or no one is going to see it yeah but at the so same time like a... yeah <laughs> yeah you know that that sounds very exciting for someone who breaks into song or who yeah. breaks into dance all the time or who comes up with these characters whilst you're busy washing the dishes. Next thing, a monologue is coming up. Yeah. Like those, those, like it, it just feels like in those moments you can just put up the camera, and it's those moments that can get um, the actual um, trending. Um, the yeah. actual recognition, the the engagement, you know. Me. I don't want to say viral and stuff. Just that engagement of um, people reciprocating and finding or your tribe. With that level of, or, mm. yeah, and finding your tribe. But also, I just am quite interested in the whole, um, it takes 150 videos on YouTube. Just doing some basic yeah. nets. A year is 52 weeks. You're uploading one video a week yes. for a year. That's 52 videos. Is it 52 or 54 um, weeks? 52, 52 weeks. Net? But remember, they, uh, they already suggest that you do two so, videos if you really want it. Oh my goodness! It's already yeah. difficult. Tina, si logo si pis. Tina, man yes si pis. I'm a strategy. Like we haven't uploaded one video. Si pis. I'm a strategy. So goti. You know what? Tina, kito shapa two videos. Uh, a month. A month. If you do months, you're gonna it, Then I will start doing. Then I will. You're telling me I I actually need to get to 150 to see some sort of action, yeah, to be like, oh, my audience like, really gravitates towards yeah. this content. So maybe let me focus on that. That's not even like. That's not even you saying, Oguti, listen, I can afford to spend 15k on Kylie Swim. That's you saying, let me see if I just focus on this, will it grow? Because it seems like that's where there's the most growth. That is intense. And you're telling me that on TikTok, you can honestly just have uh, a moment of creativity, uh, a spur of creativity and the growth can also the growth is just exponential on that space. But also there, there's still a requirement of you to first post like a few weird videos and then boom yeah then there's gonna be a proper there's gonna be a proper weird one that goes out like you don't just go in and make it if you don't have a face there needs to be that thing because tiktok so you know how you trend it's not even that one video you think it's like just one video but it's also that the fact that a person watch your video more than possibly once that's number one mm. and the fact that they clicked on yeah. your profile and they watched another video mm-hmm. on your profile the fact that you they've stayed is because the moment remember like in all platforms the moment a, a person's profile pops up on the screen the computer starts counting the time you're spending on that profile so from you viewing the picture yeah. liking the picture commenting oh. going in stalking and all of that they're already timing so if you're a person that is able to keep people more than let's say 30 seconds on you on Instagram longer by just them scrolling on your profile. You are one to get out there. So they will make sure that your content gets out because they know that whoever's new. Imagine. 30 seconds. How short is that attention span? Sorry. sorry. That is such a you short You must be very talented. Yes, anyway, you must sorry. get us but I mean, on the first beat. <laughs> 
But I mean, the more, the longer, if you like, not even 30 seconds, if you're like a celebrity, for instance, if you meet a celebrity online for the first time, you're probably going to hoi down if you are interested, if you really are fascinated by them, you're going to hoi really, really down. So it won't be even 30 seconds. It'll probably be like a whole two minutes. And imagine how many people out of their billions of followers that spends two minutes on their profile. Yeah. They calculate all of them. So if, if you can keep humans an hour on that app because of your content, you are worth um, getting out there, obviously. So promoting your profile so that you trend or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, no, that makes sense because I do, I do remember someone saying that um, with with YouTube, you have to do that because I was like, no, Sam's, but I've posted a million videos on YouTube and there's never been a success rate. But that's also because apparently the algorithm is like, okay, Ponza, you're doing hair. Next time you're singing, we don't know where to place you. So once, you know, mm. you figured it out, then they're like, okay, then we can put you on this line with this with this demographic, with that and that and the other. But this, yeah. but but I love- also, you have such a lovely, oh, sorry, my lovely. No, no, it's okay, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, you have such an incredible, like, niche that you're on. I just feel maybe you have a lot that you want to discuss with yourself as a creator because whenever I see your work, uh-huh. I'm just like, you can always pop in that new song and react to it ASAP. Like, for me, you should have been trending. Like, oh, your <laughs> voice is gorgeous. Thank um, you. It's worth, like, giving the time. So, yeah, yeah, you have such a beautiful voice. voice that it's not even a matter of, oh, she's a performing arts student. No, you are a human being that really have the vocals. And if you do record that video on time, like as you can see, for instance, Asibe Happy is starting to become a thing. Ungene immediately before even people like it. If you can uh, see, let's say, as a content creator, you know what's trending before it even gets to normal true. people where they see mm. We see the trends way before so you hop on that and leave it there to lie it's weird sometimes you know you can trend after a week when you've posted your thing or even after months it's so weird and i actually want to um, say something on that because what i, I want to say you covered the thing with instagram and an issue i've been having with instagram and this afternoon i was saying i don't know if i want to be on that app because like it's funny you said already you mentioned the materialistic aspect of it and even if we mm. do have the reels but it doesn't have that thing where I can post five reels in one day because all my reels you on Instagram give that thing that it has to be aesthetically pleasing. And then on it TikTok, be, yeah. guys, yeah. let me tell you on TikTok, and I was so interested in this conversation. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned this Asibe Happy song. And uh, a week ago, I posted Asibe oh, Happy Bongani with a duke with toothpaste, toothpaste on my forehead. Remember, Tim said you don't even need to plan. I heard that someone do uh, an instrument, so I'm like, oh, let me sing over this. Toothpaste, a duke, and I didn't even bath. I recorded. I'm like, ah, this one, the vocals are on fire. It's gonna trend. No, this video makes it to a thousand. Imagine just a thousand. I'm like, yo. Anyway, I just move on. I'm like, ah, you know, you just keep. You have to keep going. One night, the video I get comments, and I go to bed. The video's on three thousand. But when I, when I wake up, do not. And I went to bed with ten thousand followers. I wake up the next morning, I've got 26,000 yeah. followers. The video's already on 50K. The video now over a week is on 400 what? something, almost 500,000. I see a cover yeah. with toothpaste on your forehead. Now I'm on, I'm on 20, I don't know how many followers I have, but almost 30,000. I'm like, what? But then, Punsa, can I tell you as an audience, uh-huh. you know what we see, for instance? Yeah. Like, on that video, uh. it's, you must always also remember you have 15 seconds to share a narrative or 30 seconds yeah. to share a narrative. So 
So you being like that comfortable, we see a sister number one, a real one, um, uh. that definitely like has potential. You, we know that you're a human being that if you want to put makeup and dress up, you will do the vibes. But right now you are giving me like, we are all indoors together. So uh. whilst I'm watching this thing at home, I'm feeling that and you are hoying your vo- vocals and you know how many families have that one individual that sings and you uh, and your video yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I don't even look at it like and, that it's exactly it's, that's the vibe about TikTok like you, people connect weirdly I'm not saying everyone sees that but I'm saying that there's that huge element of that mm-hmm. when it comes to your and if you'd carry that, I am, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not harmful. I'm a sister that loves singing and you continue <laughs> singing. People are going to, people are going to yeah. eat the money. You you know, and, profile, yeah. uh, and you know, since I don't know if you heard that episode, I was talking to Bongani about it. I was like, we we're having a conversation about how, uh, um, you know, as performing artists and people who are in that space where we're like, you know, uh, triple threats and whatever, and we've 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 been mm. exposed to the theater space and whatever, and I've always been, always, Bongani and I actually have always have this conversation. How do we bring what we know? Because now we know that people don't go to theaters all the time or people don't follow like what we follow as the normal, you know, performing arts route. But how do we bring that world onto the internet and then bring that audience, like you're saying, you're building the audience. And then once you get to a mm. place where you're like, okay, I'm ready. And I feel like I've got a hold on these people. I'm going to take them all to my other platforms. Okay, guys, let's go to YouTube. We'll go to YouTube. Yeah. Guys, I have a show. Come oh, watch nice. me dance. Oh, come, come. come. You know what I mean? And I feel like TikTok for me is that great platform for that because I don't know, something about Instagram gives me that, yeah, I'm too good for this. It's standards, babes. It's it's high standards. Like I won't lie, I love Instagram for whatever inspiration. Like yes. whenever you're on Instagram, you 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 able to just dream beyond what you see every day and what you have access to. I don't mind sometimes seeing like most of the time. You know what? I'm not I'm not against people showcasing the the expensive luxurious lives. Uh. It also just gives like you know what Orlando. I'm not basing everything obviously on my life according to that lifestyle, but it's nice to aspire to and to know that it's possible, especially seeing other black people appreciating that. Uh. Um, but is a beautiful space to literally have that kind of community and for me it's way more price it's priceless compared to even being like a normal celebrity that doesn't know how to use social media because we can celebrate you on television but if you don't know how to capitalize on you being a celebrity mm. using social media as a platform say i'm gonna be at this i'm restaurant i'm hosting and i have 20 seats if you can't pull people like that or you can get them to other platforms um for them to engage in that like i have a show that i'm going to be producing on youtube and it's a space that that you can then it's like what are you doing even as like as a performing artist what are you in a rush to do because what's going to happen is that you're going to get all the jobs and to be honest the money that you'll get especially even at the beginning it's not like wow i mean when i did generations it wasn't like oh my gosh it's going to change my life and i know everyone it's different (laughs) for everyone Money will never be Ooh. satisfactory. I was saying this last week. No matter how Ooh. much you earn, you always be like, hmm, 
how can I get a little bit more? How can I get two times yeah, that? You but know? I mean, yeah, but when, you know, when you know that you can go beyond the space of what you've dreamed of, because as artists, obviously television or stages mm, mm, mm. is our dream mm, um, organically, mm. but now with social media, we just have to edit our dreams and see it as, as a powerful also platform to contribute to the height of our dream. Like it can actually bring our dreams of being on stage or television, it can accentuate it and bring a bigger audience that you would have initially gotten. And also the celebration when a, 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 a content creator gets like a prominent job on, on media spaces, they have so much support and celebration from people like, oh my gosh, we watched you, we were here with you. And I do like that people don't obviously take the credit of we brought you here. No, mm-hmm. they still, you still you put in the work and people acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. It's nice to your story that you're not the only one that gets to articulate every little bit of it. There are people telling your story themselves because they were part of it. They get to finish your sentences because they remember when you said, hello, welcome to my YouTube channel with your 10 views. Those 10 people will continue your story and it builds you as a brand, as an, as an artist as well, you know? Mm. So, yeah. So we've been speaking and glorifying and going <laughs> on and uh, exalting and raising over TikTok. <laughs> what don't you like about the platform? I have not. Yeah, the both of you guys. I have not downloaded the app as yet. I have not. What do you mean? On there as yet. Yeah. I can't I, believe you. It's a move, but anyways, that's a story for another day. Um, oh my god! What don't you guys like about that platform? Um, Punsa, do you have anything that you'd like to share? I don't have anything I don't like about it yet. Like for me already, yes. like for yes, I don't see anything. I don't know. Maybe for now, when I what I'm witnessing from the bigger influencers is that, um the people who give them hate like for instance i don't like when people come onto your platform and say i don't like this and then it's like no it's fine you don't have to like my content then don't watch it like skip through it but the algorithm is always showing me because you watch my content don't come on here and bash that's the only thing i don't like but i like that since i've been on that platform it's pushed me as a creator to think out the box and put myself out there and say how can i improve on my vocals how can i do better like always wanting to better myself as a vocalist or as a creative generally and not just be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what I mean? Like how you guys were talking about that person earlier who does those videos with the green screen. Those people like watching them and studying what they do and you're like, okay, I can improve like this. I can add this element to my creativity. So it's a, it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun for me now. I don't have anything I don't like. Um, oh, nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. I mean, before beyond me sharing what I like about the app, the only thing, you know, like, all the apps, the algorithm is always going to be, you know, racist. And that's something oh, yes. that yes. we... So, yeah, that's something that... It, it doesn't bother me like that in a sense where at least I know mm. that the algorithm is my content to other Black people, I suppose, that will relate to the content, will understand the content. Mm. But beyond, let's say... Let's say, like, beyond me doing, like, the Tamakulu, for instance, that makes sense why more black people would come in during that move. But Uh even during the dance move, I was selling more the performing, doing heels vibes. Mm -hmm. The algorithm, like, you can only go so far as a person, like, a person of color. 
and as, uh, also that does come with location and your your like geographically and all of that. It is annoying to know that that comes into factor for your video to go viral. Mm. Like it is important where you are and also your numbers. It you like you the way you grow on TikTok, where you are located in the world, makes all the difference. Mm. You know, and I don't want to complain too much. As South Africa, again, we are privileged in a sense where we're not seen as a country that is not low on entertainment. So. Like our stuff are also pushed beyond our boundaries a lot more than other Africans. Like, okay, it's a bold statement to make, but you can see in terms of mm-hmm. how our content creators, sorry, are flourishing in Africa in yeah. general. That is something that you observe from the algorithm, and the algorithm plays a huge role in really. Yes, you you're gonna be producing content, but it does play a huge role. Who has that 2.1 million? You know, of course, create you'll get your people, but Oksalayo, it's not as easy for South African also to get 10 million in comparison to a person in America. Um, yeah, because yeah. again, location and the the what is this oh, called? Yeah. The population and all of that. Mm, so mm. for me, that kind of bothers like you can only, yeah, again, no matter how good you are in this space, there's still a lot of work that we need to put in to even shine mm. you know and and i suppose it, it with more people in africa having access to internet it will allow us to to make our, our our content creators shine in content creation spaces because at the moment that's the other thing like those people internationally have everyone there having access to the internet and being able to push their oh, that people is true. to mm. the screens mm. in these platforms where for us we have only a percentage that can TikTok every day, 24-7, mm, which mm. limits our creators to being stars of stars in the world. But again, mm. it's something that we're working on. It's a beautiful platform, though. It's created different space, like faces to like get deals and get jobs and to be recognized and celebrated um, as creators in their art. Like I loved, I love TikTok. TikTok really yeah. brought out the art artist in breathe. me. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, well, guys, TikTok also <laughs> has celebrated my insecurities. Like exactly. on, even on YouTube, when I, yeah, like when I speak, I feel weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're judging me. They weird. They don't uh, like uh, what uh. I'm doing. And when you get on TikTok, they want more of exactly that. Oh my the, god, what yes. you feel about, they want that. So mm. which is weird. It's like evil. So yeah. Actually, I wanted to add, I want to ask a final question and also I wanted to add that there's a lady I follow from America who does like, um, she's a, she's a con, she studies, um, social media and stuff like that. And she says right now the world we're living in, um, when we had Instagram, when it all started, we were, we were, we were obsessed with glamorizing and having a feed and having that perfect aesthetic of life. Like mm. I wouldn't post with me having no makeup on. I should even think like on Instagram, I don't know. I always just, Oh, let me fit add in filter because the space allows for perfection. But that was the whole vibe with, if you have weaves, you have this, but now this space with TikTok Bongani allows and grows people who, um, like, like just your average people who are like in their room in a messy room, like people who go viral, their room is like nothing about it. There's plates. Like the person maybe is talking about how they've been depressed and there's plates stacked in the background. The bed is not made. And then they just want to connect with you on that level and they go viral. Yeah. So, so what Sims is saying is that it does celebrate your insecurity because I was like, it's weird you think on your, on, on, especially on Instagram, you think you'd grow and boom because you have people who know you. Because firstly, like maybe the first 5,000 people that follow you is people you went to high school with, varsity, whatever, and you're thinking, but oh no. Huh? 
that's also a huge problem. The fact that you have 5,000 people that knows you. Exactly. They can't, they can't take it when you are coming in and say, Tom Kulu. Yes. They're just like, okay, Viti Varkhan and now. Exactly. And Bongani, I promise you, like, that is so true because everyone who's there and you're like, oh no, these are people I know. They should support me because they know how badly I want this. And no, when you post, and you go on TikTok, strangers are praying for you on your on your video, like, oh my goodness, I hope this, you know, you get located. Like, Bongani, it's intense. And, and I really, yeah, no, I really love that platform. I just feel like we sound like uh, Travis Scott and we're bewitched by the TikToker people. But anyway, lastly. <laughs> but, also, but also on a realistic yeah. note, though, TikTok does careers on in, in a way. Like, yes. I don't know, like, there are people that I've watched and their careers are really they are going exactly where it should yes. in the time that we live. Uh-huh. They're getting the best opportunities, you know? Uh, and even for myself, like, on Instagram, it was it was hard yo. to get just one influencer gig. Uh. Um, on YouTube, on YouTube, I used to get, like, calls for collaboration because, I, I mean, on YouTube, I showed, like, personality. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just posting on heels. So people were like, oh, you also can speak. We love that. Can we do something like? But it mm. wasn't something that would like will help me with my bread on the table or anything along the yeah. lines. But TikTok was like, babes, let's pay rent. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Let's go. Baby. Yeah. I love that. So, so, so wait, yeah. you're making money over of TikTok? Yes. And people contact money. you it's and they want to work. Like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> Listen to him love. Did you hear that rich yeah. love? <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I've got the bag secured, love. No, no, I like, love I don't even you. have to laugh from your stomach. Like, <laughs> what's that, Bogani? So, wait, guys, now let me ask this last question. So, do you feel with TikTok, like how you've been talking about, like, building the audience and then you're trying to find, like, okay, this is my thing, this is what I am giving on the mm platform and this is who i am as an artist do you feel like you you've got it like unlock on tiktok or are you still discovering and you're still trying to see okay can i stretch this you know this part can of I my stretch. talent or whatever or are you just like okay i found myself definitely not like i found myself um i'm still in a Again, you know, we've been taught so much behind the, the scenes of you know about like just the art and for me, I won't rest because TikTok is a space for me to be creative and mm. to obviously voice out the way you see things and mm. to make people laugh. It, mm. It's entertainment, but to really get like the serious stuff out there. But I still obviously have the long-term goal of getting into mainstream media. So I can't rest on TikTok. It's continuing to utilize it as a platform, but I'll never stop, even if I'll get like mainstream media opportunities mm-hmm. um, to continue creating there because create um content creation is something that everyone should be doing. Like it, I feel like that's where the world is going. Mm-hmm. Right now we get to be paid because there's only like a small portion of people that are doing it in the world to say. But if it's anything, what I see the agenda of humanity is recording your life, you know, mm-hmm. and putting it out there for people to have access to and for them to learn from you. That's you mm-hmm. giving back in whatever you do. So it's continuing to create on TikTok and again and also TikTok for me as a person that like I mentioned at the beginning that is looking to find myself in like a Johannesburg space mm. I've received opportunities from TikTok that 
got me into spaces that are here in Johannesburg and in media spaces that I can't then just neglect TikTok because it's done a lot. So for me, it's like that community is really family. Like I understand as people come in, no matter how many people come in, you can see, you know, this one is coming back. time and you know that person also has posted like also i've always been scared on twitter but someone posted one of my videos on twitter and all of a sudden now i've i have a a tiny little voice i don't mind tweeting because people from tiktok obviously have backed me up in terms of they're there you know and they believe in you your tribe is there and even if i make a mistake it's okay and they're there to say like they, they, it's not even that they're there to say that we know him, but it's also just organically knowing that you know what you've done more than today and whatever you've tweeted that's a mistake or whatever you've posted as a video that is problematic. Mm. They've watched you and and have seen your good intention. Maybe if it's anything for them to see you as a human and you're also learning because it's also a risk as a content creator. You can really go very wrong because. For me, you we speak about the good parts. Like I've been torn apart already, and that feels so a lot mm. when you are getting people please me. And then um, it's like, oh my god, what are you saying? But it's having to open that space. And again, if you're gonna be in mainstream media, TikTok already as whatever space, let's say you as a Bongani that's not in that space, whatever you see it for, it's already grooming my way of responding to. Uh, like the public mm. without having that initial like what can i say experience because before you get let's say a netflix let's say if there was no tiktok if you're getting a netflix for the first time and people love you and then you have also the hate in between that's brand new for you but if you're on content creation you just like just throw it in baby i've gotten worse already mm. it's okay mm. you know, it's that yeah. yeah but to close it off how would you advise like someone like Bongani, who's a creative, who's talented, and has all the—I don't want to use the—I don't want to use the word potential, but like has like I mean, I've been—I've known mm. Bongani for long, like for a long time. Long. It's going to be almost ten years, and ten years, man. Yes, and I've worked with him and I've seen his work. But how would you convince someone? And it's not just for okay. It, the advice could go for someone who just wants to create, but people who who are like who went to school and they did this and then they want to be convinced why is this space gonna how is it gonna work for me and how is it gonna push me forward as a creative how what would you advise as a Mm. so like oh my gosh advice if like to share first of all like audience on tiktok there's a huge audience that is definitely going to be beneficial to your ideas, to your perspective and to your dreams. So how I would advise you to see the platform as is everyone that you imagine when you're thinking about the show, clapping hands for your show, know that on TikTok, you can get those people in a matter of seconds and you don't have to wait for months or years until you have that show. If anything, those people can fill your first show when you have it live on stage as long as you commit in your art and sharing it the way you know how and showing us your mistakes we want you to share your mistakes on tiktok that's mm. encouraged they want you to play that skit or to do that um, number that dance number mm. or to do that fashion thing and they will be like hmm we like the previous previous one more and they will actually tell you why because they love you and they care about mm. you more than 
but if they fam, our families love us our friends love us but there's nothing like oh, a tiktok supporter that really sees the yeah. vision to be quite honest mm. it's beyond the instagram oh, wow. person that loves your page it's beyond for me or from a youtube perspective in terms of how i experience it it's beyond a person that has discovered me on youtube a tiktok supporter is saying to you like when they go in they are in they're ready for you to post your kitchen they want to see how dirty it is because they now know your face and they love you so trust your audience and trust your like your visions and again it's the people that support you are the people that you imagine to give you applaud for your ideas when you put it on stage they already there waiting for you mm. no thank you oh. i will take that one <laughs> i yeah i am also taking it <laughs> Yours is consistent with her hosting and that grew her channel so insanely. So why don't you try that as well? No, no, I'm not important. Hell no. I will tell you I I really prefer Sinovoyo's voice. It sounds like she just had a glass of wine and uh-huh. she just lit a cigar and now she's talking to you. So Kopano, how often does she upload then? Yo, like once a month. Seriously? Yeah. Once a month is a very easy consistency to hit. Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, but no, we don't want that. Don't like that. Take me serious. Just to tell you what she's doing with her hair and am I overdoing it now? I don't know, but Visual. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At the rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. We're in the streets. We are discussing um is it okay to be is it attracted to someone else while you're in a relationship? Habi. Oh. I bo definitely. <laughs> I bo. I I I can't do wrong go up. My people. My people. So much respect. I love love for so, so I'm single and I've been single forever. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> so when I, oh, <laughs> when I see a couple, first of all, there's that I love love. We all love love. We're human beings. That's what we are always trying to attain, you know, in mm. whatever form. So when you see two people that have committed to one another and they've said it to one another and they're clearly doing the lovely stuff, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. And then within that you might see someone that it, like you want to also like your brain as it analyzes it's like why is this thing working and you probably might see okay the attraction within these two human beings that love one another and it makes sense why they together you know for whatever reason but now if you are attracted to what possibly the other partner is attracted to i think it's not wrong and you can love it and celebrate it but still having the respect of you are together and I'm not trying to break you apart number 1 and number 2 I don't see us working together but I'm fantasizing I'm a fairy why not I love love wait 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 I'm a little confused is sitems I'm hearing you must be attracted to your partner no, no, your partner is attracted, attracted. To- I'm saying like you know what like just observing two people that love one another it's you and let okay like as an outsider let's say i'll make an example of you and usi for instance um since i know you <laughs> sorry for that oh my goodness um, the producer doesn't like to be oh, mentioned without an email <laughs> <laughs> but anyways <laughs> okay um 
if I see you two, you're beautiful, fit, you know, you're flying birds, doing the love thing. And when you analyze, you try to see, like, it's not my place to analyze, but I'm a human being. If I'm exposed to your love, why not? My brain will go through a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? So me experiencing your love in whatever form, either it be social media, I've obviously experienced you guys live then see what you are attracted to and you are too let's say you are too beautiful human beings i'm saying this on this recording (laughs) with that said you due to being too beautiful humans that doesn't exclude me having to appreciate the beauty out of you guys and at the same time also, I'm not just going to see your beauty on a limited basis of, oh, on this level and we just live it there. I could possibly just even fantasize, but I do respect. Uh, and I see that. If I was with Susanna, this is the things that we could do because you guys are doing it. Or I could say, if I'm but at the same time, as that third wheeler outside fantasizing over either of you or the love that you are exhibiting, I also respect and I know like it probably won't work and you never will see me attractive either of you to say and I don't want to I don't want to be part of it but I am still going to see you in that way you can't stop it because you are two beautiful human beings Mm. that's what I'm saying. That's very sweet and that's a very interesting perspective like from a single person also from outside or how Mm. do you look at it inside and whatever. Oh that is really lovely Sims. Um, Actually um the 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 host of the show made me realize that I didn't close off YouTube digest. I just jumped straight into uh, Word on the Street because I'm having such Word a good time here. It feels like I'm having a slumber party on, um, and everyone's at home and we're just like having a sleepover. I'm really loving it for me. Um, yeah, but it was so great having these conversations with you, Stems. And we hope to have you back soon about something Thank else because like, I had ideas about other yes. conversations because I was like, this is really so enlightening. But we are so thankful to have you here. You need to send a proposal to the host. You know how she is sometimes. Yes, I wanted Tim's, to say it's been so great to have you it's here. It's been <laughs> so amazing, and you both know how much I love you and how much this has been a dream. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Like just to engage with you, like just feeling that energy at the beginning. Points are to be honest, like I'm. I'm, I was doing exactly the same. I'm like, you Vetunana. So thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. I mean, something to learn. And hello to everyone that is always committed and always here to enjoy the show. Uh, I'm also in anyone that supports the rewind because that's what it means to me. So on Danny Tanda Nanke are out there. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Can I just can I just give the people an interesting fact? Ustems apparently listens to the podcast oh, in say. double speed. Punta <laughs> once had her, her her podcast player in double speed and she sent me a message saying the podcast is fast. You edited it so that it's fast. I can't hear anything. And then I asked Tim's to double check and Tim's like, it's no, it's fine, fine yeah. type of vibe. And then he he reveals to me that no, sometimes I actually do listen to it in double speed. And I'm like, why the hell would you do that? And he's just like, Yeah, my life operates at that pace. So it's it's nice. <laughs> I can't believe you shared the last part, Bogani. <laughs> I'm like, what? Your life operates at that pace, and therefore everything else must catch up. Oh, come on. The fact that that's that option true. exists. Thanks. 
means that that uh, there are there's a number of us that just want to consume and we also listen in that way you know for me what i hate doing is whilst listening to someone finishing their sentences i don't like finishing your sentences so when it's on fast mode oh yes. your own yeah yeah i'm like yes throw the yes. ball yeah yeah well, yeah, like Punta said, thank you very much. I just wanted to share that before you left. This has been quite thank amazing. Um, thanks thank for joining you, us. Come on, finish here, Vietnam. You have a whole show to finish. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Really okay, bye. Yeah, and stay superstars, you virtual friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. Come on. Word on the street. Here we go again. Recap. The Rewind is what you're listening to. The Mzanti Recap is where we're at right now. This is where we recap on some of the bigger stories taking place in Mzanti. And the first one of which is Kay Naomi's big announcement. Uh, okay, I don't know if this is one of the biggest stories taking place in Mzanti. But I think it's a nice one for us to, to, to kick off with. She posted a video um, basically announcing her 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 big pregnancy news. Punta, were you excited when you saw that Kay Naomi has some big news that she had shared for us with us? Yeah, I mean, like she's like one of those like old school influencers. So I was like, this is. I'm, yeah, actually, I, actually, I'm so glad you said old school yeah. because that was gonna be my next point. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. I see. Like, yes, I like the also how creative that announcement was, and I'm like, oh my goodness, so many ideas for when I am pregnant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like that 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 like you know I thought get okay, a man first yeah oh shady okay I see you I see you <laughs> but then it's okay uh, but um I like that we know when the when the video initially started I thought like oh maybe she's doing a new show whatever and it's just like dude then ziggy ziggy it's pregnant I was like that's so creative I loved it I can't wait for the pictures. Yeah, when I saw um, her say, uh, what you call this? Um, so when I saw the video first as well, I don't think I read much of the caption. When I saw the video, like, I was already like, what are you hiding? What are you hiding? You're you're pregnant, aren't you? You're pregnant. You're definitely really? pregnant, aren't you? And when she showed it, I was like, yep, you're Bong pregnant. Like, that for that me like she was wasn't gonna... just a reveal a of, business. you know... You, uh, yeah, I hear you. But like you know, sometimes uh, movies like to do that thing where they introduce the lead actor, um, like or Simbone move until they deliver this one line. Then we see them Ipswain. When we weren't doing that, I'm like, Heba Tunganti, we're not even gonna cut. Like I was like, no ways. Here, she's she's gonna tell us she's pregnant, and she told us she's pregnant. Um, the caption said, "Oh baby, another beautiful chapter. So excited, so nervous. Baby P is on the way, and so the journey begins." Um, and she posted that very beautiful video. I mean, she did show us the, her face at the beginning of it. Mm. I think maybe the caption let me know already, but like, it's it's so it, it was very it, it was sweet. Yeah, you know? Um, she also wrote a message to herself saying, "My fighter, I really love this woman." Um, I've seen her fall and rise stronger. I've grown to love her imperfections and flaws and really just enjoy celebrating those unique traits of hers that make her her. There's a long list of things that I really love about my most favorite, but my most favorite is your heart. So proud. Sorry, I'm so sorry, yeah. 
<laughs> so proud of you, young lady. It's really a pleasure being you. I'm excited for what's still to come because you are beyond blessed. Um, but because uh, you are blessed beyond words, and I'm so grateful to be you. Wow. That is so sweet, man. Damn. But you know when somebody said, they're like, do you guys, like after somebody announces their pregnancy, do you go back to their pictures and see, oh, how did I miss it? How did I miss it? And you're like, with your (laughs) pictures, you can actually see how you missed it because there's pictures with bags or whatever. But because she's slim, you can't tell because if you're standing just facing the camera, you can't see someone's pregnant, especially if they're just putting a bag here and there. And you're like, oh, Oh, okay, maybe. And I'm just like, yeah, we like things. Oh my goodness. No, I definitely agree. I definitely go back. I try to look at when we might have known, when it could have been revealed, when it was hidden. I love those pictures where people are circling. Like, I'm not saying that that's how much focus we need to pay on people's lives. But um, I, I just love that whole, how did you keep it a secret? I love it when also it happens in television, where you find out, oh, when they shot this episode, Usman Bani was pregnant, or this season, Usman Bani was pregnant. Yes. And you go back and you watch all the ways that they try to hide that mm. pregnancy, you know? Yeah. I know, we're happy for you, girl. Yeah. No, no, Sigushela is Andlandombi, Halala, Halala, Sitin, Halala, to you and Tepo, all the best. Um, we hope that you enjoy your bundle of joy. Mm. Now, did you hear that um, some of Mzansi's joy is going to be taken away because Uya Chola 99 is going on a break? Why? It just wrapped up the sixth season and fans are missing it already. The show, which is on Moja Love, has become one of the country's top reality shows and it dominates Sunday nights, as we all know. Mm. Um, but as the show is on break... of Avid viewers have expressed how much they miss it. They say Sunday nights will never be the same again. Even reality show star Lassizo Tambuza took to his Twitter account to ask, where is our fight type choo <laughs> You know, I think Mzansi sometimes sits under Yes, we you know, do. People are absolutely sad. <laughs> At Braxton, Tracy Lee says, I miss Jup Jup already. Uh, Hashtag, you uh, promised to marry me. Hashtag, How ridiculous is that show? You promised to marry me. Like the people who actually sign up there and go f- approach people who promise to marry them. I, I mean, I, it like <laughs> takes away people's right to change their minds, you know? It's okay for someone to change their mind about marrying you. Yes, you're going to be heartbroken and stuff like that. For me, it's like the guys who are like, okay, 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 I'll get my shit together. I'm going to change. I'm going to marry you. Yeah, you better marry me. <laughs> you know, what do the other comments say? No. Atempo Wabadua says, Oya Chola 99 season ended, but it's trending number one. Hype Chup Chup is strong. Mm. Booyah Booty. Hashtag Oya Chola 99. Hashtag you promised to marry me. Now listen to this. According to Film Pella, the show has had 1.5 million viewers for an episode that aired on 26 September. Mm. It retained its top spot as DSTV's most watched show. Wow. The reality show has now surpassed one of DSTV's shows, Gamora, as it is now the second most watched show in the country. Hmm. So now imagine that. I mean, 
Imagine being the presenter of Mzansi's most watched show. That used to be live at Yay. some point. And now it's a show like Oya Chola 99 with an ex-convict who's leading it, you yeah. know? I think it's just quite interesting mm. that we we are in a space where we're watching people's... Ma- like, is this not our Jerry Springer? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It's quite... Yeah, actually, I used to actually be very addicted to Jerry Springer as well as a kid. Nakana as a kid. I used to like the, watching the chaos. As a mm. kid, yo, our dad did not want us watching that show. If he ever heard Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, he would fly from wherever he was. Mama because the office didn't say anything. Because don't get a man, Jerry. No, no, it does have How a Jerry Springer vibe to it. Why are they just taking a break because him. he wants a break, or is it because it's like season? The season's done, and we're gonna wait for the next season. No, I think it's a season oh. break. But also, you gotta remember these shows are quite taxing. Mm. It's like our perfect wedding. Like I would love to be the MC of that, um, the presenter of that show. But you got to understand, Oguti, every weekend you are not with family. You are traveling for weddings. Sometimes it can be literally in your backyard. Other times it can be in a whole other province. And I doubt um, uh, Zola Pillow Productions, as much as they've got money, I doubt they are flying you. You are going to meet with the crew at the airport or at back station. You're going to park your car. You're going to hop into the cruise vehicle. Mm. And or if you're opting to drive your car, you're gonna drive your car, and you guys are gonna follow behind each other until you arrive in the town that you're shooting in for that weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think these shows obviously do need to take a break every now and then because for the cast and crew, it can get quite tiresome to be chasing all these cheaters around all of South Africa. One minute liko Limpopo, the next liko Mpumalanga, the next liko Fristate, the next liko Josie, like. It's it's yeah, like you didn't you need, need to take, a, to break, take yeah. a break. Oh, okay, makes but sense. But I just wonder how long their break is gonna be, you know. There was a break before because before this season, because I haven't watched this recent season, because I watched it with my sister in law last year. So they do take breaks. I don't know how long, but like it's like sufficient enough. Because remember that time he took a break, he was filming You Promised to Marry Me or whatever. Not he was filming it, but like yeah. I'm assuming maybe when he's on break or this one he's filming this show. So, I mean, that is also like a lot. Okay, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Have you been watching George Wasabi's um, show on ETV? No. What time does it play? I think it plays on one of the other channels that are on the like open view. Yes, 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 yes. In the living room, we have open view. In the bedroom, we have DSTV. I don't watch TV, but I'll watch it. Why DSTV more bedroom? Because no one watches TV. Only my grand watches TV. And then... Open view is just for aesthetics. Her room is in her... The TV is in her room. She has a TV in her room. The one in the living room is just when guests are there, just to my Zisa. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) So George's show is on one of the shows on Open View. I'll check it out. Wait, I want to check it out because, you know, it's such a serious show, but for the snippets I've watched, then he's so funny. Like, some of... (laughs) He's still being George, but he's also very serious. Like they're talking about, oh, one banana touch a lantern area and lenta you cry the mama ing ing. But you're like, George, are you being serious or are you making jokes? But it's actually a really he's funny. So I'm gonna watch it. Like and I've been also saying I wanna watch um okay, sorry, I almost went into Egypt Digest. Yeah, but I'll check it out. <laughs> okay, okay, if that's what yeah. you're saying. Um Zotwa got renewed for her new show. A reality show. 
uh, not her new show, renewed for her reality show, season three. Imagine, got all the way wow. to season three. After season one, when she was saying things about gay people think they have vaginas, people were petitioning for the show to mm. get cancelled. At some point, she was doing some ARV pranks on mm-hmm. her friends, dropping pills, and I'm wanted it to be cancelled. Was this then. on reality but it's show been or on YouTube? For a third season because we all know outrage equals numbers. It was on reality show. Oh yeah, that's true. Outrage equals numbers. Hmm. Um, I know you wanted to talk about unexpected another time, but I was like, since we're here, I did watch like two episodes. And in every scene, what does she do? <laughs> no, guys, at some point that, you know what I actually was saying with my sister-in-law? That maybe there is like, especially when she was announced, DJ Zindler was announcing to her mother about the pregnancy. When I looked at her face, she did genuinely look scared. Maybe she is scared, but I was like, yo, maybe at 30, 30-something, like, I don't know, maybe there's really dynamics with culture and some households that, okay, maybe, because like, I'm like, after everything she's accomplished and who she is, how is this? You know, but besides that, like that, all of that content could have been on episode one, maybe two. It honestly could have, yeah. And, and for me, continue. I was also like, I was bored with the whole um telling Oskido and seeming like you need to go report to Oskido. I get telling your employer that listen. I'm pregnant. I will not be able to work at some mm. point. I'm going to apply for maternity leave. Oh, but Oski- it seems Oskido very is much like. Yeah, because I think she's under Kalawa, right? Oh, okay, okay. So I think um, it, it didn't give me the sense of I need to tell my boss. But I think also the relationship is that he's not just the boss. I think he's a fatherly figure as well. Mm. Because it gave me very much like, you're milling jelu malume, you're milling your jelu baba amuguti. It was quite the announcements. Because, I mean, there's so much... To, Cause I'm not saying that's wrong, but I just feel like there's so much to who she is and what we wanted to know. Obviously, yeah, she does show business things and whatever, but it's just like, damn, it's quite unexpected. Yeah, you know, yeah, I <laughs> maybe that should be the name of the show. <laughs> I um, is it that is it not? It is. is. It? it is the name of the show. It is. It is. Maybe that inference yeah. should be the name of the show. <laughs> when I watched it, like there was one episode where I'm like. What happened? What did I learn? What did I understand better about Zintle? What made me love her even more? And it was just like... Ah. For me, as she's doing so amazing. I really wanted to get but in deeper with the business. And I watched another episode. Mm. The thing is, you'll watch it. Yeah, and, me too, yeah. as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait till the last one. But but also one thing I can say about her is that I loved how personal it was. Like and very I don't want to say realistic or but it was relatable. Like when they walked where I got the apple manchi and then she's at home. Like like it was there was parts where it's like, Oh, this is Zintle as a celebrity and Zintle at home and how she treated at home. Like I liked that, like as opposed to just putting on a facade that, oh guys, twenty four seven I've got makeup, dimple, the Billboards, this, this, this. You know, it lo- it's it's nice to have you know that personal yeah. relationship with the with a celebrity. Yeah, I must agree that she looks the same. Like in whatever setting she is, mm. she feels like she's the same Zintle, giving you the same vibe. Yeah, that's that on that. You know, oh, consistent. Mm. So just with regards to Zotwa, to Zotwa Bantu, um, on Instagram, Tammy Lovo says, Tammy underscore Lovo says, O seven Zangambela Zotwa, I was as what I was it, I was it, What is um, that? Uh, what you call this? 
What does that mean? I, I don't know. How to give yourself break. Who like to put lotion on? Like, who ba mets? Inaki uta as like I'll be lotion. Oh, maybe what he's saying is no. Maybe what he's saying like, like you know how ashiness can be a sign of hard work. Uh-huh. You know, rewinders. Let us know if we're right. Yeah. yeah. Like how ashiness can be a sign of hard work that you don't even have time to put lotion on yourself. Like you're working that hard mm. that you might as well be um. Ashy because I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, at Cindy the Dube fifty three says new season, new Ben ten. Wait, yeah. At Korea underscore polka dot skin says having which is quite nice. Yeah, that is nice. And plus size black diamond says congratulations queen i mean for for i'm never gonna stop anyone's bag i'm never gonna be upset with anyone making a bag yeah so congrats to her for getting a third season uh the fact that mzansi is loving the content even though some of it may be quite rehearsed like dropping arv polls just to get a reaction i'm glad mzansi is enjoying it to such a point that you even got offered a contract for season three mm-hmm. you know and I guess the debate will still go on about Zoto's form of feminism and what form it is and whether it's the form of feminism we subscribe to, whether it's the form that we want to teach our little girls or not. Uh, that conversation and that debate will continue. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Open some the whole time. No, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. Uh-uh, actually not. I actually, and I, did you even listen to my VN yesterday? Uh yes, I did. Yes. So I'm taking my own notes. I, I hear what you're saying, I agree. And if I don't have anything to add, I'm gonna be like, mm, okay, yes, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 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 very fair. That's fair. Um so you you were sending you were letting me know about Dinewa graduating from initiation school. Yes. Uh, What's the tea on that? So let me just... Oh, there's videos on Twitter. Ah, Twitter's just showing videos. Also, disclaimer, not that we're against it, but it's just like, there's just videos that they've posted. There's not like a storyline on what the guy... So I got this uh, information from... What's his name? Uh, Musa. Musa. Musa Musa posted it saying that she graduates from... Is it initiation? I think it is. Um, I'm not sure. So completing her initiation. Yeah, so she's completed it. And then um, she's... The, the lady, or oh, Hogobella is the lady who was also with... Uh, who's what? Uh, Boiti. Yes. That lady. Yes. Who, real, who appeared on the... Yeah, so she's the one who, I think, initiated her or was part of the people. The pictures are showing that. So, um, yeah, they people are celebrating her and say, oh, congratulations, or you're back, or whatever. Yeah, she took mm. to Instagram, and she had um, posted a picture on the 3rd of October saying, with an image um, that says, you can see she's dressed up in her regalia as um, what you call mm. this... Uh, someone who is able to speak to the underground gang, as Gen X would say. And it says, mm. in the image you can see, it mm. says, Dineo Somahashe. And her caption goes on to say, on many occasions they asked, and I eventually said, yes, 
Tamaku, Togoza, Tongolami, Kingaka, Ki Amohetsui. And she said, she thanks OK Majosi for taking the picture. She says, always there to capture my heart's journey. I love you, cuz. And people are celebrating her, like Punta is saying, Untlanthangniza is saying, Tamaku as well. Refilwe Murisele is saying, super proud of you, sis. What a journey. Tamaku, Lisedi, Kanya, Togoza, Makosi. Hey! Big shot to go to Azibis and Nangis, China, trying Hang Kong, Azibad. I mean, I think it's quite grateful to know. I remember us watching her reality show and some of the beginning of the reality show, some of the heated moments were coming from these moments where Dineo seemed to have these episodes where right now we can't say whether it was mental health or other times it was um, maybe her underground gang trying to connect with her and trying to get her to answer this calling. Remember the time where she was even walking on the street and she was busy even speaking in Kosa. But the mere fact that they kept such content on the reality show made you fall in love with her so much more. Like her doing Aboman Didi on YFM. I think those were all signs to all of this. And I think she knew it. But like Mm. she's saying, it seemed like she had always denied it or rejected it. Until now, she's just like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to accept this calling and I'm just going to answer to it and make it a part of my life, you know? Mm-mm. And you know what? Speaking again of reality shows, that is one show that doesn't run out of content. Like, cause they just being like, it's just them running their day to day life, and they don't feel that okay. How to staging this thing? It's just like yes. they are being the ranakas, and that's why the content works. But you're right; she did hint on a lot of those um the the her having a calling for for a long long time. Yeah, no, I think it's 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 quite great for her and um all the best to her for this journey that mm. she's going on. I remember watching an episode of Islam and this lady's like, you know what? People what people don't understand is that sometimes the work of a prophet or a prophetess iapela like you will do it and sometimes Islam will stop coming to you and speaking to you because your job is done and then that's when people start getting and dealing with other things because about and now they are desperate because they've made a living and they've made their life all of that you know when we see celebrities mm-hmm. coming out of this journey you're just like i don't know how are they going to like navigate the space as the sort of a person you know or anything like that but it just seems so mm. the narrative makes it that the narrative we've been told is that the two don't associate celeb culture and ubungoma do not associate with one another even though celeb culture in mm. the background mm. and in the darkness has evil has not evil spirits has a lot of spiritual work going on and it's a lot of spiritual fights mm. as we've seen with the astral world concert but we won't get on that because Mm-hmm. platform actually yeah you're um, right even my friend yesterday posted a, yes what is it huh a, she, she was wearing her uniform yako postolo yes and then people are like okay na postolo okay na postolo and then she's like guys what is she posted a story she's like guys what does that mean and i'm like it means that people who go to postolo don't slay queens and i was like we have such weird perceptions about what a celebrity is supposed to be yes, doing and what their culture they yes. believe should be like everything must be glamorized yes. and once you become a uh like a boy to or, or dinero it's like ah wait now nah, how are you gonna do gucci with that like, yeah i, I remember even like with that. so it's it's quite Boiti's argument with yes with Bushi <laughs> listen to her love with Bushi Bushi are 
No, no, I'm laughing at Bushy saying that you're having fake ancestors. <laughs> I was like, ah, Bushy. <laughs> I was like, ah, people don't rate it. So it's almost like you're su- not supposed to, like, you're not supposed to have a normal life. Even before, you know, before Varsity, before I've, like, met different people, I didn't understand that after that, you're still you, you're still Bongani, and you can still exist as Bongani as you were. But now it's like, oh, no, no, Bongani is different. Maybe he's a different person. Maybe there's some things I can't do or partake in, but that doesn't mean I'm completely changed. I can't work in the work environment. I can't, you know, people just think, yo, ah, you must be living somewhere, blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, no, I was thinking Bougie was a bit spicy there with that comment. Yeah, no, that was definitely an uncalled for comment. Uh, but honestly, mm. congratulations to Dineo. All the best. Um, and I hope that it's going to help her flourish. But I was just saying, Nguti, uh, with the episode of it, Lami, she was saying that it comes to an end at some point. Like, it's not a lifetime thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we have this um, mm. misconception that Omuntu, once they've got the gift, they're going to have the gift for forever. Sometimes it's just around for the next 20 years of your life. And then after that, you stop seeing. And that's why you shouldn't make it the circle and center of your life. And that's why celebrities are able to be a celebrity. Abo Latoya, they're able to be a celebrity, but also know Abo Tineo and Abo Solo, they're able to be a celebrity, but also know that they do this sort of work as well. They do this sort of service as well, where they are missing years and stuff like that. But it's not their whole entire world in that now that's all the source of employment and now they must leave Ubu Celebrity, you know? Oh yeah, makes sense. So I mean, I also must say I love that narrative um shift that's been happening of late. I think from the late 2000s, early 2010s, we've seen a lot more South African celebrities um come out and let us know that hey, this is a journey I'm going through and whether you believe in Christianity or whatever, this is my journey. This is how I see the world now and this is this is my this is me. Accept me for this or don't. And I'm loving the fact that lots of people haven't been written out and written off you know to the point where you're seeing influences and people that we know that or let me rather say personalities and people who exist in certain spaces also being quite free and open about it and we're following them on instagram and they're sharing their journey as well and everything like that mm-hmm. because i mean it let's not lie at some point it was um, immunized you know it was it was yeah, it bad. Was. It had a bad omen. Oguti, oh, yeah, Twasa, you tossing to become a Sangom. That was it. You only tossing to become a Sangom. But there's more to it than than that, you know? And it's not all for bad, mm-hmm. you know? Um, some people are just seers who can tell you, this is what I see. Some people are interpreters who can interpret your dreams. Some people are vessels who can literally your ancestors and your your dead father and your dead grandmother can speak through them and tell you i am danami move this day so just saying that the narrative shift and that celebrities are embracing it and they're saying, I can still be a blink girl, I can still be a blink guy and still be part of celeb culture, but also still do the service that um I've received a calling for, you know? Yeah, but also I wanted to almost ask like, oh, you know how people with also with the, with the LGBT community, we want to be like, oh, but can I ask questions? But it's like sometimes now also it's easier because people are exposed to information. 
Like, I also don't have to be projecting what my beliefs are on the people. So people are exposed to, yeah. oh, this is like how you're explaining it. Like, that's how also I've been explained. People, when they, people tell me how, why they're doing it and why it's important for you to know why you're doing it. Because some people will just be like, oh, no, just go toss it, just go toss it. But there's people who are called for different things. Mm. But also in the same breath. Um, I almost asked like, yeah, maybe like if we were informed, I'm like, yeah, if you want to be informed, go Google yourself, but we don't need to be here using platform asking questions. Oh, but I, please make me understand before I support your decision. No, you don't have to. Yeah. You can just go read up on it or accept people for who they are and how they want to do it. But I don't think, yeah, but also all in all, I feel like now, not that it's accepted, but it's like people have that ability to go Google and go or ask questions to know that, oh, you know what I mean? Because we yeah. all grew up, at the time it was like, oh, Kimozalwani, and if Kimozalwani, I will shun that thing. Or if Kimozalwani, I want to project my my belief. If that's your belief, it's fine. Let's believe what you want. And if that's how people want to do it, then that's what they want to do. But it mustn't be like a, we must ask permission if people want to become yeah. whatever they want. Or if they're called for something, they need to explain it. The same way, like if I'm gay, I don't need to be like, oh, guys, I'm gay. Let me explain why and how it came about. No, I'm just me. You know what I mean? Mm, They're not the mm. same, but it's just like, if something is not a popular opinion, we feel the need to be like, ah, they must explain why they're doing it. You know, we're entitled to be like, yeah, you must explain yourself to us because now at home, and that's deemed this and that, or, you know, we don't understand why people want to not be heterosexual or whatever. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I think, um, congrats to her. Like, like you're saying, like we're all saying, and, uh, that was quite a mouthful, Punta, but I definitely do agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what does Bongani want from me? Like, what does he want from me? What that, is is what want. Want. that is Punta, what I want. That is what I want. When I'm talking, mm, that's quite the mouthful. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's what I want. I'm thank you for giving me what I want. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, you're welcome. <laughs> so Oscar, Oscar Pistorius is trying to get Ooh. parole. He's trying to be eligible to be released for parole. Now, we all remember in 2013, he uh, shot his girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp, um, on Valentine's Day, mind you. He shot four times in the toilet with a zombie splitter. Into whatever it is getting into. It doesn't just break, mm. it opens up. I don't know, it's it's quite intense. So first he was given a five-year term for manslaughter and then it was later increased to 13 years and five months. But now that he's applying for parole, he has to go through something um, called, what you call this, um, I'm trying to find the name here, restorative justice. So what needs to happen is that he needs to acknowledge and take responsibility for his actions and as part of the process he has there has to be an opportunity for the parties to reconcile or give an apology now river Stinkham's family's lawyer told sabc that uh, the family would like to participate in the victim offender dialogue they say that the mom has always said that she has forgiven oscar however that doesn't mean that he mustn't pay for what he has done barry the father mm. battles with that a bit but that is something he will have to voice at the appropriate time the wound even though Hectic. so much time has passed is still very raw 
I mean, 2013 all the way to 2021, that is eight years that this has happened. And you're eligible for parole in South Africa when you've served half of your sentence. Oh, Jacob Zuma, I think he was eligible for, and I think that's a sentence longer than 10 years. But if it's less than 10 years or less than five years, you're eligible for parole after serving one quarter or one third, which is why Jacob Zuma was able to leave on that medical parole due to um, health and all of that. But just, it's so intense because the parole system in South Africa has never been on the side of women, especially when it comes to gender-based violence. We recently mm. heard stories of men being released because the evidence, the DNA evidence that was submitted against them is not eligible or something like that. So a bunch of um, accused rapists and murderers were released, etc. because DNA evidence. I don't know, being echo or being a variety. I'm not spreading false information. Please go research it. But it's just, mm. I'm trying to prove the point behind. We've heard many stories of women dying after their men and abusers had been uh, given parole without proper checkup on what this person has done in the past, how many times they've done it, what their record was in prison. I think with someone like Oscar, of course, they're going to do their background check, but it just doesn't help because um, it perpetuates that narrative that gender-based violence in South Africa is not taken serious by the justice system. Mm. And offenders of gender-based violence once they found guilty it's okay like as long as you've served half your sentence you're eligible for parole you know sure and now for me i can hear all the things you're saying bongani that the mother had already forgiven him like i'm not even for i haven't i don't even know if i've forgiven oscar i mean it's not my place to forgive him or not but i'm just like if you damn. were the mom in that situation yeah like i'm just like Forgiveness. Forgiveness must come. That is, we must try to make sure that it comes so, easy. So this, when is he appearing in court and all of this? When is all of this happening? So I don't know when all of this is uh, happening, but what they're saying in the article is that, uh, and I quote, being eligible for parole is not the same as being entitled to it. And it's not a foregone conclusion that he will be released, the lawyer said. Mm. The authorities will have to consider a number of reports written by prison officials as well as other professionals. And I saw on Twitter people saying that, why did they write Oscar Spitorius what what parole instead of saying convicted murderer murderer Oscar Spitorius wada 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 because then it made it seem so light like oh yeah Oscar Spitorius yeah I mean ish he did petty theft yeah analogo spa and then yeah now Ramunta he's a murderer yeah no I definitely agree with that like this sure. you gotta watch who's the publication. What are they saying? Mm. What words are they using? You know? Mm. You know, when, like, I remember Eusebius was raising the fact that when it's white people, it's misappropriated the funds or there was a confusion. When it's yes. black people, it's, they stole money, corruption, they stole money, you know? Mm. Those sort of mm. things. You just got to watch which mm. publication it's coming from. And yeah. that's one lesson I'm learning is that there are biases. People are trying to 
incite a reaction out of a certain group and they know if they speak in a mm. certain language. It's like this cover for Food Magazine and course. I don't know if you saw it that has Nathaniel on the course cover. Mm, Nathaniel. Uh. <laughs> and then it has um, Nathaniel and Zola Nene on the food cover. Hectic. Imagine. What the hell? I can see Abatong. Our oh, guys. So I'm I, like, I'm not sure if that was real or not. I think it was real because the thing is, I saw it on Daniel Mervyn's Twitter. So mm. I'm not sure if we can rely on that much. But I like it. It's quite interesting because it literally looked like someone had <sighs> taken a picture of it at the stores. And it's all about narrative and which audience you're trying to reach out to and all of that. And it's biases that you keep on just. Um, perpetuating instead of trying to break those narratives and stop people from living in a silo where they only hear from their own people. They only hear the opinions that they agree with. Mm, 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 mm. But like, can I please read this comment from this lady? She says her name is Lemon. Oh, it's not a lady. It's a guy. Sorry. I thought a Lemon Lemon Delights are a, First, Kenzola Prat Africans, guys, let's understand what racism is and then we'll have peace. And I'm like, okay, so I don't even know why I gave you the time and day. It's not about if she speaks Afrikaans. If there's a and then there's house or whatever, why if it's the same cover and it's going to speak about the same thing, remove the black person? Is Are they not going to be discussing whatever? Aren't they just translated into English or Afrikaans? Exactly. That's like, what you're I thinking. I don't understand his point. You know, it's someone wrong. here at Ndebele underscore doctor says they are selling to their audience, which would prefer the main cover not to include a black person. When we say it's systemic, they say we must get over it. S.A. Chronicles. Yo. Yeah, it is. I mean, we need to verify. If you wanted to explain systemic. To, yeah. <laughs> If you wanted to ex- explain what systemic racism is, like when they're like, oh, no, it's not systemic, guys. It's just vibes. It's just yeah, vibes. Sorry. It's just coincidences. Mm. There it is mm. for you. There it is for you. I'm just trying to validate the, the, this, 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 this image because I, I don't want us to go around and be spreading false information, you know? Yeah. Um, it does look like someone could have edited it out, but Nathaniel's page, what is it What is it saying? Okay, so it is a real tweet. It came from Ed Martin Myers from Mayers, two days yeah. ago. Myers from two days ago. Uh. I think it's someone who took a picture from what they saw themselves. So mm. it seems to definitely be the, the, the cover of the magazine. And uh, I want to say it's exactly what we were talking about earlier on with stems about how sometimes like, even if you are like Zola Nene does an exceptional job and she's like, not that she needs to prove herself, but she's really done the most from the first time I've seen her doing uh, on ex- uh, as a morning espresso on SBC three to now what she's done for herself and then again we'll say okay we're gonna just put you there by the english mind you we live in africa and how many black people are here let me not say africa south africa where it's it's a a country that's dominated by black people but then fine they have their magazine i don't know maybe it's well funded and then 
we're still going to exclude her to not reach the audience that she can because then they're like, okay, no, okay, this is your, where we're drawing the line, Zola, you have done a great job. Okay, um, is it the other, what's, who's the other guy? Is it Nathaniel? Yes. Okay, Nathaniel, okay, yeah, you can you can go and grow beyond just the English audience. Let's just go and take you all the way to Afrikaans people. And yeah, and it's just like exactly what's happening on other social platforms. It's like, okay, yeah, black people, yeah, but it's not going to reach here because we're going to limit you here. We're going to cap you here. And, then, yeah. and it's just like, damn, yeah. you really have to be working twice as hard. You really do. You honestly really do. And yeah. you, you, you can't fight it. Like, it is mm. what it is, hey? Hey, Bo, okay. Okay, well, um, let's leave it there. Let's get into some word on the street after this and close off the rest of the show. What do you think? Okay, I know. I'm with you. It's about time. Zanzi Recap. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At the Rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the Rewind essay at gmail.com. Word on the street. Here we go again. Welcome back to Word on the Street. We're asking you, is it okay to be attracted to someone else whilst you are in a relationship? Let's hear what Mzanti has to say. Hi, Bongani. Mike here. Uh, yeah, so to answer your question, is it okay to be attracted to other people while in a relationship? Look, my honest answer is that I think it is natural to be attracted to other people. However, the difference is that uh, is the difference is how you act on that attraction. We we all get attracted to different people for different reasons. Um, but you know, as I as I mentioned, it is how you act on that attraction that makes the the difference. And and so you can keep it clean. You know, you can keep it platonic, and you shouldn't have any issues or, or any worries. However, if you if you start pursuing the attraction um, for romantic or sexual reasons, then you've got a problem. That's where the problem comes in. So yeah, attraction is natural. It's just how you act on it. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Is Hi. it okay to be attracted to other people while being in a relationship? Definitely. I think it's impossible not to be. Um, I think being in a relationship is a commitment and there are definitely, you know, rules of engagement in terms of what that commitment means and, and how it influences how you navigate these situations. But I mean, it's natural to be attracted to other people and explore those attractions respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) Did she she say explore? No, ma'am. Okay. Respectfully explore. Wait. Respectfully explore. Hey, hey, we're doing the most here on Gen Z and Millennial... uh, no, 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 I guys. love the rewinders. I love yeah, the let's rewinders. It. Come I on mean, now. Yeah, to not bash what she's saying. Obviously, I get what she means, but obviously, she started with like, yeah, if you're in a committed. Did she say what did she say in the beginning? Because she didn't say but, if you're in an open relationship, then we explore. She said like we're in. If you're in a relationship, like a. Uh, I would assume a relationship would mean that we're in agreement with saying that we're going to be monogamous or whatever. Yeah. And then to explore. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but Utshilo, what's respectfully, Angish? Respectfully. respectfully. Yeah. So, Do you understand how broad the word you're in an explore. open relationship or not? Listen, Dora the Explorer. Like, what does that give you? What does your mind go to? What images are coming into your head when I say explore? And then I add respectfully. 
There's no cap. <laughs> not cap. There's no um. What's the word? Uh, confining exploration. Respectfully, for Respectfully. me, says, <laughs> what are the boundaries between you and I? Oh, okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Explore can be anyone anywhere in the world, mm. but what are the boundaries between you and I? Mm. And that's the that's boun- yeah, that's, that's the respectfully for me. Otherwise, go do it. No mungayenza, oh, no mungayenza on Mars. Mm. As long as it's within the boundaries that you and I have, whether we have an open relationship or not. I think um, it's quite interesting to get that take. We all think when uh, isn't as my attractive number being issue earlier on, you must hold it within you. You mustn't act on it. As long as we are so chicken That's true. But you know what, ne? I think maybe also mm. that stems from like I feel I feel like I'm a I'm a believer in like not that a relationship needs to start like as a contract, but it's really important for people to know what they want from relationships. So you're not yes. shocked. That's why I don't like yes. this new age thing where people say, let's vibe. No, I don't, we don't vibe. I don't vibe. I need to know exactly, <laughs> even in the vibes, what are we doing respectfully? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'll, they know there's so many boundaries. Can you post me? Am I allowed to be posted on social media? Can you tag me? Yes. Can you, yes. are you allowed to see other women? What, you know, there must still be that contract thing. So with that respectfully, I get it. It's in that, that T's and C's, okay, let's sign here. Uh, w- when you were doing long distance, we we're allowed to see people, but when we're not, let's, it's us. You know, there's so much um, yeah. to it. But for me personally, obviously, I think it's it would be unnatural to feel like you can't see someone and think. And that's for someone like me. Like, if I'm in a relationship, my I'm, like, solely focused, like, like, my eyes are there. I'm looking at you and I only see you. I remember some other guy, Obongani. <laughs> <laughs> he recently tells me he yeah. contacts me. He's like, "Yeah, when up on the ice to want you, ing 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 ing." So you know, when he gives me the timeline, I'm like, at the time I was in a relationship, I don't even remember him. Number one, I don't even Hectic. know where he comes from. Like he says, he was existing in the Hectic. same space as me, and I was like, "So I didn't even. If I saw you, maybe I saw you as part of the people who are around in my life. But if I'm in a relationship, I'm not even trying to see how you're trying to pursue me and what you're gonna offer. It's not a thing." But with attraction, I can say that, whoa, this person, you shut it down. But for me, I feel like what works is, especially if something, you know, there's some people you're like, hey, this person, I've been, they're, they're just fire. Like, and then you, why are you thinking about them? For me to communicate that with your partner, it takes away for what people want to do with that. Because most of the time when people cheat, it's like they'll use that as an excuse. You're like, I was tempted, whatever. And then it's because now you want to say, okay, with that thought, where do I take that to? Like, am I going to act on it? Or am I going to da 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 But like, I feel like maybe it'll be easier yeah. to, like that whole conversation, having a mature conversation with your partner, you're like, yo, oh my goodness. You know, and if I'm just opening it up or like putting it out there, I don't see it as, I feel like after I say it and I put it to my partner, it's not something that's like, I don't want to say sinful. That's just something that's just in my mind. And I'm like, oh, that conversation was my mom. But like opening it up to your partner and having that conversation. And then, you know, like what we discussed earlier and like saying, okay, what do you think about it? I think that conversation is stuck because I thought this and this about it. And now I get your perspective and whatever. And it's blown over. But also what you were saying earlier about yeah. like, 
oh, let's keep it at five minutes. Like, yeah, it was nice. Unless the person wants to extend the conversation. But I don't think it's possible to solely say, I can't acknowledge Hore. Oh, I'm attracted. Not like attracted, but wow, that person style or you know the intellect guys prayer no 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 not <laughs> but I can be like wow that's what's up but the only person can give me some my blood is obviously at the moment would be the person I'm worth you know what I mean like, I don't know like and I was saying like mm. it, it even kills the vibe in the talking stages especially for like a single person because you're like, ah, I want to talk to people. Like, I'll, I'll do that. I'll be like, oh, I'm talking to people. And then there's the one, you know, everyone in any space is the chosen one. You're like, Jesus is like, yeah. You're like, yeah, the chosen one. Everyone falls off. Because I don't know, men know yeah. how to multitask in a sense how they can talk to girls and still say, yeah, I had a good day and still give feedback here, feedback here, feedback. I can't do that. Once the star is has arrived in the building, he's the only one who gets the you undivided attention. Exactly, <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys can know I'm sorry it's your time's up and then if that talking stage doesn't work out you're like oh mind you I must still learn again I must go back and say yeah my favorite color is um you know I, I used to like blue but now I like uh, purple <laughs> and you're going back and forth oh yeah. my goodness like I I think I think that's quite interesting I haven't been the, in the game for that long to remember how I would operate no 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 I definitely hear it's that different Bongani of... it's different from then I don't know maybe then because obviously maybe now as an adult it's different but I, I would never do it, uh, Tinder or whatever but back then it was easier to meet people in school and whatever because it's that environment no people the things they are doing I'm just like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'll pray and then God will bring yeah. the partner to me. And I am saying this, touch wood. I'm hoping. I've been praying. I'm like, God, my next relationship is my, I'm going to get married in that relationship. The, whatever the people are doing in the streets. Ooh, can I be your MC? Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. But whatever the people are doing here, the kids, and Bongani, the game is so cold. I, I watched Wasabi and Sibum Banza's video about relationships mm. and how cold the game is now and all these things and i was like yeah i i'm seeing it with from people and i was like this is yeah it's not the same anymore Mina- i don't think it would be safe for you to come out so pray and focus <laughs> for me the thing is how do you approach someone nowadays like yeah for a guy you, like when like when you slide in the dms like what do you say and you yeah, know? it's difficult um, for guys. I won't lie. I mean, obviously for girls, also yeah. if you're shooting your shot, but yeah, and with the whole dating apps and stuff like that, they've, the the way um romanticism and love has been so commercialized and commodified, mm. one is able to decide within five minutes whether they're feeling you or mm. not, and find something else that very same yes. night that they had a date with you. That same outfit does not go to waste mm. because they find someone else Actually, now on even the on your Netflix shows. and they've got a route to uh, go through, you know? They see you for, exactly. for, the, for like maybe after work for then late night dinner. You know, obviously overseas, the night is like forever. And then then at this time and yeah. then, the other, then the third date during like your cocktail uh, nighttime hour. Exactly. And I'm just like, hey, exactly. I for me personally wouldn't... Oh, you like, I want to be busy. Exactly. Like for me, I wouldn't personally like um, I've only like had an instance with like someone shooting their shot once. Believe it or not, people will think my DMs are banging, but no, it does. It's not the case. Uh, but like I've had someone shoot their shot, and then we've had like 
really amazing exchange, but only because we've existed in the same space before because we went to high school together. But before then, if I want to meet people organically, like I want to be in a space like I'm at a bride and I still happen to like this person and we connect there. And then then it doesn't add the pressure for me to be like on my first day, Tansikibe, you probably met me without makeup or you met me lit and I was completely myself or whatever. But I like those organic, you know, if I was at an event at a concert and I met, you know, but those things of a mm. Tinder icon, so, I wouldn't be okay. myself. I would be lying to the person. So what I'm basically picking up from you is that your chances are better if you've met the person in person. Yeah. Then when you slide into the DM thereafter, as long as... Like, no, it, not it even. They don't even need to slide in the DM again, thereafter. I would give you my number if I feel like we connect and you're like, oh, we should hang out. And I'll be like, no. oh, yeah? No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying oh. is, if you're gonna slide in as a guy, if you're gonna slide into the DM, yeah, you must you know, have... Let's say you didn't get the number, or it's either you didn't get the number, or you you're just meeting her online now. You're seeing this person's profile and thinking, damn, you know, my heart skips a beat. My heart skips beat. a beat. <laughs> gung, 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 gung. Um, so you're saying that your chances are better if at least we've been in the same space yeah. and maybe I've seen you, uh, we've had a conversation here mm-hmm. or there, whether it led to something or yeah. not, it's and best in most cases, like it's that probably... to slide into my DMs on yes. that case because at least I've seen you and I've felt your vibe and I can remember, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I remember guy you in the, the corridors. Cat, you know? Oh, I know your cousin yeah. like that. Like, But for me, I've never dated a complete stranger like no mutual like and I think that's like weird maybe I don't know but yeah you know there's a whole show called Married at First Sight where you literally marry a stranger (laughs) and you meet them you get matched up by specialists and you meet them as you're about to say I do literally as the Uh, pastor is whoever's officiating the wedding as they busy saying the whole love is this love is patient love is kind (laughs) They read you a letter from their family and friends saying, Dear Punsa, so Bongani is someone who loves to make people laugh. He is very patient. He does this. Make sure that you don't, like, that's how you're meeting your person. You don't even know their name until you say hi to each other at the I aisle. Love having faith in things at like that. Altar. But that, Bongani, that kind of blind faith, uh-uh. <laughs> miss me. <laughs> Never miss me. Uh-uh. Is that what you say to God as well when he says leap? My you know, yeah, no, no, just, I'm gonna leap. No, no, yes, my, on a TV show, and I, I, I will leave for Jesus. You know what? I hear but you. That one, live on they like things. I hear And you. also, if my mom's picking the guy, I'm like, no, thank you. I love my mother, but no. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> It's not shame. It's not yeah. your family. It's experts. It's relationship oh, experts. Hey, but in closing, Pinta, oh, yes. what do you want to say for to leave us closing to give us words. a good vibe for the rest of the week? Oh, I heard like something really nice um last week that you should overwhelm your doubts with faith. So whatever mm. you do, like overwhelm it with faith, and that's something I've been Dunk doing. Your it. Doubt in faith. Yeah. Amen yeah. and mm. amen. This was a really love that one. Yeah, love I that love one. it too. And this was a really nice episode. Like I really enjoyed it, and it feels so good yeah. to be back, guys. Hey. It feels so good. Um, 
Yeah. It feels very good to be back. It also feels like a very short episode, but you know hey! what? It's only short Oprah because Winfrey. we could go on for forever, ah, you know? Singapa. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So, Bogani, thank you so much for having Watch me. Watch me go start my own <laughs> channel. <laughs> No, Punta said I can do this, guys. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for having me, Bongani. It has been such a pleasure. And it was so lovely having Stems here. Um, yo, I can't wait to listen back to this conversation yeah. so I can take notes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for having me. Have a good have a good one. For those of you listening at home, remember you can reach us at the rewind guys, underscore follow us on Instagram. and on Instagram. As Punza always says, also send us an email, info at therewindpodcast.com. We are very, very excited to hear from you. We hope you have a great week further from your favorite virtual friends. Virtual friends. Bye. Bye. You're listening to The Rewind. YouTube, YouTube Digest. Digest. The, the Rewind. Ujiwa Am I saying this right? Ujiwa Press forward. Hello. Word on the street.